Hey, hey, 
it's snowing, or at least it stops snowing. Hey, I gotta, I gotta heat up. God damn. God damn. Cold as hell, man. Still at 30. Still at 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Got me a blunt rolled up. I'm off of work today, but I was told that I had to come in tomorrow at 5 a.m. So we're going to see how that works. Oh. Oh. Special, 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 special episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Snowed in edition. You know what I'm saying? I'm in relaxation mode, man. What can I say? I'm in relaxation mode, man. The chat, the chat. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? Do you have the cameras rolling? I mean, let's, yeah, look. Before we get started in the introduction, I was informed last night uh, before I left work that there would be a snowstorm coming today and that there wouldn't be work. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's a three day weekend. And then I was told the last minute, well, we're probably going to all come in uh, five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, wait, what? We coming in five o'clock in the morning? All right. Fuck it. At least I got the day off. Let's get this shit cracking, man. Jersey, Judah, it is Friday. Can you believe it? It is Friday, the 19th of January. And I'm back. With a special edition episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. So... So, 
I had promised y'all. I didn't promise y'all anything. Let me just say that. I mentioned in the last episode that I would do a doomsday iceberg. Or I called it a doomsday device, which I don't know why I came up with that. We came up with the doomsday. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be crazy. The doomsday scenario iceberg. The doomsday scenario iceberg. Uh, We got five levels. Five levels of this iceberg. 26 videos, I believe. Did I have... Did I have to save? I think 26 videos to tie all this in, man. So uh, we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to go over with this iceberg. Yes, 26 videos included. And it's also a total of 31 minutes and 23 seconds. Okay? Um, this will nine times out of 10 be done, you know, in parts. You know what I'm saying? This will nine times out of 10 be done in parts. And, um... The reason why I did this was, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of guys on YouTube. Eventually, I'm going to give all these people shout outs. And I really enjoyed their uh, icebergs and certain icebergs like uh, creepypastas. If, if you guys ever heard of like creepypastas, it's pretty much the adult version of Goosebumps. That's the best, the best uh, comparison that I can give. It's the adult version of Goosebumps. So it's a bunch of scary stories about scary encounters. This can involve uh, the deep web, the dark web, which is also another uh, one of my favorite stories to listen to um, about people who go on to the dark web, who don't go on tour, who gets their IP address, uh, you know, fucking, you know, gets their their IP address fucking doxxed and ends up dead in two weeks. All of those icebergs I'm a fan of. But there was something that I thought about, like, well, we know a lot of people, a lot of spiritual people like myself, a lot of religious people will say we're at the last days, right? We're at the last, we're at our last stage on earth before chaos consumes all of us, right? And so I want to give people, by the way, a trigger warning. I'm very morbid. I'm very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess morbid would be more of a, a word for it when it comes to these situations, these uh, doomsday scenarios, because regardless, anything can happen at any moment's notice. Think about countries um, before they were t- uh, attacked and bombed. Think about these places that were invaded by the Bush administration in 2001 for the weapons of mass destruction. Think about the innocent lives of people who just lived in the village trying to live their lives and then just get innocently, uh, you know, just nonchalant bombed out of oblivion. Um, These situations, it's believed that it can't happen in this country. And I don't think it will be it will be a tough task. Right. For a country outside of this to plan a secret attack and overnight fly over jets, bomb the shit out of everybody and continue pushing. Like that ain't gonna happen today. But all of these scenarios, man, and we got a whole shitload of things to go through. Let me just open up this uh, iceberg that I have here. We got the doomsday scenario iceberg. 
And with level one, we call it the obvious. Level two, we call direct effects. Level three, we call Dante's Inferno. And level four, hell literally freezes over. And then finally, number five, sub-zero Satanism. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're like at the bottom, hell done freeze over, Satan done turn blue, it's over. Okay, like, so once again, trigger warning, if you guys are not really uh, privy of the possibilities of what's to come or... Like, for some reason, you're just not a fan of, you know, real-life situations or scenarios that can get real uh, discussions about what's to come. You probably don't want to listen to this episode, man. You probably don't. But if you were able to listen to all of my other episodes, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy this one. All right? Um, Starting things off. (laughs) We're just going to we're going to jump right in it. Uh, starting things off with the doomsday scenario iceberg, we got level one, the obvious. Now, each each level has five different subjects, five different things, and which totals up to 25 different scenarios, which is funny because it's 25 different scenarios, but we have 26 videos. So I actually got more videos than I was supposed to, which is good. Starting off, number one. And by the way, uh, depending on how you look at it, I'll let you interpret how you would like to put this order in. I just went through a list, you know. So number one, new airborne virus. That's right. Nothing's better in the doomsday scenario than, in fact, another life-threatening virus, right? And then you get to see Anthony Fauci. You get to see all your favorites. Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates comes out of nowhere. You know, the World Health Organization comes in. The CDC comes in with new guidelines. That's right. New guidelines. And new mass mandations. And more importantly, new vaccines. Because that's what it's really all about, right? Like, isn't it? Oh, well, you know, let me just give y'all like a couple of like examples of the situation, right? Matter of fact, I think I have a video based on this. But before I get into that, another election's coming up, right? An election where the Democrats aren't really too sure about their guy in office right now. So maybe they would exaggerate, allegedly, another airborne uh, virus of some sort, a variant, wink, wink. And that variant is just as bad, if not worse. Oh, it's double as effective. It travels, it's airborne and it travels miles and it can affect an entire nation. A doomsday scenario like that, I don't think the country can handle at this point. I mean, COVID-19 was already, like, crazy as fuck. Like, yo, COVID-19 was crazy as shit. Um, But we do have a video, of course, tying in this situation. Um, This is very similar to another, um, another category or another listing. And I think level four. So we got a new COVID-19 variant pushes up cases in the United States. This is how they hustle their fear. They hustle out fear to the fiends. 
who look up to these people as the answer to all of their questions and the solutions to all their problems. Meanwhile, these people are trying to, um, these niggas is trying, how do you, like, this is my question. Like, how do you make a virus worse? Like, that's, that's kind of like, who's, who's the evil scientist to take the virus to take the, to take this COVID-19 and create variations of it, a variant that's just as deadly. Let's find out. Well, there is a new coronavirus variant that is causing more new COVID cases across the country than any other variant, according to the CDC. Yeah, in today's Health Minute, Mandy Gather has more on EG5 and what you can expect. EG5. It's being called a variant of interest by the World Health Organization. EG5 is another Omicron offshoot and behind about 17% of new COVID-19 cases in the U.S. So for now, it seems that it may have increased transmissibility, but it does not seem to be posing more of a threat to public health than other variants. So far, EG5 has been detected in 51 countries, its global presence doubling over the last month, with China having the largest portion, about a third of reported cases, followed by the... What a surprise. We'll talk about those guys later on. All right. We'll definitely speak of uh, China later. West, South Korea, Japan, Canada, Australia, Singapore, and the UK at 2%. EG5 was upgraded from a variant under monitoring because global health officials believe it should be tracked and further studied, says Dr. Adi Shaw with Mayo Clinic. So that we can keep an eye on the data and make further determination as to if this is more risky or leading to more hospitalization. Right now... Nothing like a cliffhanger, huh? <laughs> Nothing like a cliffhanger. Hey, and by the way, did they talk about any deaths connected to these cases? Did they talk about people that needed to be hospitalized? Did they talk about people that needed medication? No? Oh, okay. So we know the propaganda machine when we know it. But this is still an interesting doomsday scenario because... People were so wigged out by COVID. You had people that went into stores with two masks, people that went into stores with gloves on and hand sanitizer in their back pockets. Weirdos. But y'all believed the hype. I knew at that point, and this is why it's so good to know about the things going on around you, right? It is so good to know about the things going on around you. Um, 2017, 2018, there was a Netflix documentary about a certain outbreak that would occur in the China and Russia area of the world and how it would spread. And it would cause chaos. Here's the question, though. If these people, if for the people that claim that vaccines like work and shit, and I'm not challenging that because there's been vaccines out for decades now, wouldn't they have created the vaccine right then and there if they were to know that there would be some type of airborne virus, something that would attack the immune system and all this other shit? See, this is where things get weird to me. But let's finish this video off. 
The U.S. is seeing a rise in COVID-19 cases, emergency room visits, and hospitalizations. But it's unclear if this specific strain is driving those increases. Health experts believe the record heat driving people indoors and summer travel may be helping to drive the uptick. An updated COVID booster is expected by fall. Because the booster is targeted against XBB, and which is the strain of the Omicron family that EG5 is related to or comes from. So potentially it should protect against EG5 as well. All right. <laughs> There's the excuse we need it, right? For the boosters. Hey, we got a booster. It's going to take care of this EG BS shit, right? Get the virus. I mean, get, I mean, I said get the virus. Get the vaccination, which weirdly enough, the people that got in the vaccination got the virus. How does that work? Did, did anybody figure that one out or? Anyway, doomsday scenario, level one, the obvious, the variant, the new airborne virus sweeping the nation, causing people to be mass hysteria, causing those to not want to leave the house. So if you don't want to leave the house to go to work, you may not want to leave the house to vote. So you see where that's going? That's a little political, a little political, you know ulterior motives on a political level, you know, let's, let's, let's ensure that our president wins by having another lockdown and the mail-in ballots in which these people had control of throwing out ballots, stuffing ballots, you name it, man. But think about it. COVID-19, here we are, 2020, um, March 11th, state of emergency, Vaccines roll out. Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, uh, forgot the other ones. One, they said that one vaccine, I'm not going to say which one, wink, wink, was actually connected to strokes. People tend to get more strokes after the vaccine. Respiratory problems with certain vaccines. But they were like, hey, man, that's just... That's the virus. You had the virus. You you weren't sick from the vaccine. You had the virus. That's why we gave you the vaccine. They lie to you. And they'll continue to do that until people are smart enough to listen and go, hey, CDC can kick rocks. We don't want to hear from them. The World Health Organization can kick rocks. We don't need to hear from them. Trump said, yeah, we're not even going to fuck with World Health Organization while I'm in office. So you already know if that nigga disconnected himself from the World Health Organization, there's a fucking issue. All right. So it's this airborne virus that's sort of brought into that's brought into sort of dominance and that is sort of like um, regulated by the CDC and that's given like sort of small bits of information by the World Health Organization that would create another hostile and even a doomsday like environment. Number two, modern women, modern women celebrities becoming primary role models. The modern women's, the modern women are becoming primary role models. What do I mean by this? Well, Brittany Renner, Lana Rhodes, um, Amber Rose, um, these other women, uh, Pokemane, all these other uh, women are considered role models. And if 
the youth only sees these women as important. They don't look at a Carrie Lake. They don't look at a Candace Owens. They don't look at a Megyn Kelly. They don't look at a Trish Regan. They don't look at any of these other prominent women in our society today that doesn't get enough credit. If we just say, hey, look at Sexy Red. Look at Sukahana, who we talked about her last night. Look at these other people. These are your role models. So the youth, the young women, will grow up wanting to be sex workers, wanting to be prostitutes, essentially. Okay? And uh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to see if I have this uh, video connected. I could have organized this better, but who cares? This is only 18 seconds anyway, but this is enough, right? This, this should be enough for you guys to know what I'm talking about. Let me uh, drag this down bottom. All right, here we go. There's a lack of strong female role models. Yeah, I really needed a role model and I still don't have one. It's not easy because I'm British, but I'm Pakistani. I'm conservative, but I'm modern. So there's very few women that really understand me and can relate to me, but that's okay. Now I can help other women. Yeah. At least I can do that. All right. And that's the positive side of it. Shout out to that woman, to that woman, whoever she is. British and Pakistani, that sounds like a, you know, very delicious combination of women. I'm not going to lie. All right. But the major issue is when you have women who speak up about what's going on with a lot of modern women today, they are called pick me's. They're called terrible things. They're called everything but a child of God. But in reality, they are the opposition, the, the needed opposition, um, because what is considered good today is considered bad and evil. And what's considered bad and evil considered good than the true role models, the women that other ladies should be looking at and listening to and looking up to are actually the ones who are shadowed. Um, they're the ones who are being banned, um, you know, shadow banning, any type of censorship that these people can use to take out the positive representation of woman and give you a prostitute, a hoe and only fans girl and say, this is your modern woman. Okay. So this is a doomsday scenario because think about it. If the only thing that we hear from women is things like sexy red, things like Sukahana and these other ratchet ass bitches, you're not going to see a lot of the sophistication of some of these women out here today. But you're not really supposed to because they're not out in the open the way that these other women are. Right. The modern woman is out in the open. Um, and a lot of people have made this uh, comparison where, you know, back in the day, a woman who's loose. Hold up. Where's a uh, <laughs> where's Jean at? Where, where's Jean deal at? Women that's loose. Hold up. Women that's loose. These type of women. Women that's loose. Those women are always going to, in a fucked up way, they'll always be the most vocal or they'll always be the ones that others will seek to know about. The reason being is I think women are kind of different where they want to live their fantasies or they want to like succeed through the lives of others. So like if you've been a fan of somebody from the beginning and they became successful, you almost feel entitled to that person's success because you've been listening to them since day one. That's sort of how women are in a sense to where if a woman, 
if there was a movement overnight of women becoming more traditional, like, hey, we're not out here sleeping around. We're trying to find good men. We want families. We cook. We do all this. All we need is a man that works and a man that's passionate about what he does. Many men would leave the manosphere. I've said this before. Many men would leave the manosphere. A man would never talk about the red pill again. The man will never even mention the talking space. He wouldn't. Because secretly, that's what a lot of those guys want. Secretly, that's a lot of what us men want. In general, you know, why wouldn't we want um, a woman who's compassionate, who's caring, who's considerate, who's feminine, who's friendly? Why wouldn't we want that? Um, The opposition of feminism is just off of that alone. Men don't want feminists as life partners, as wives, as girlfriends, as people even to date and communicate with at this point. But what's feeding that, what's feeding that beast, what's feeding that animal is modern women today. And so many women want to speak out, but they're fearful. They're afraid of judgment. They're afraid of this and they're afraid of that. And a lot of these women who could speak out, they'll remain silent. And if this continues to be a thing, this is a possible, obvious doomsday type of scenario where the women that's coming up are women that's modeling themselves from OnlyFans uh, women and strippers. It's not good. No bueno. Number three, men further their distance, or should I say men further distance themselves from women, i.e. marriage, children, etc. This is already happening. Um, I used to be one of the guys that go, all right, great. This is good. I mean, but in a selfish way for me, it's good for me to kind of just do my own thing and not really deal with women like that, unless it's a professional level. That's good for me. But what about the younger me? What about the 23 year old me? What about the 18 year old me? And the men and the women are separating themselves. The younger you get, the bigger, the, the, the bigger, I think the bigger the distance, the younger you get. So the young teen um, men and women are the more they're they're the most separate as they're younger. As they get older, in some cases they get closer. But in, in this day and age, we're seeing passport bros. We're seeing guys leave the country to find women elsewhere. We're seeing guys like myself who just go, all right, I think I'm I'm cool with the solo campaign. And then you got guys who are lost, and those are the most dangerous ones. It's not guys like me. I've already made my decision. It's the guys who are still out there looking, the guys who still believe there's a special someone for everyone. And those guys end up being broken, miserable, suicidal, homicidal, everything. But uh, what do I have here? Here we go. Women are operating in such a high level of delusion that we'll refuse to date our own level or lower while simultaneously strong-arming men into dating down something that we're not even willing to do ourselves. Young women have been brainwashed into thinking that we're perfect exactly the way we are, no matter how fat, lazy, mentally ill that could be. The glorification of hyper-selfishness propagandized us into the belief that every last one of us is a 9 or 10. Absolutely, just to rate them on a scale of one to ten, 
We are already at 63% of men under 30 who have just left the dating market. If you don't change course now, that statistic will reach 100% in no time. There it is. There's a lack of strong female. There it is. There it is. All right. Notice, I'm not playing men who are angry. Yeah, these women, they're just doing this, and they're not doing that. No, we're playing women talking about women. We're about fairness and equality here. And what I mean by fairness and equality is, if a bitch can go out of her way and talk down to a man for whatever reason she can come up with without knowing that man, then I can do the same towards women. This is about equality, all right? Now, the dating market, and how, how long have I been talking about that, right? That's kind of why I kind of took a break and stopped talking about a lot of this shit. Like, how long have I been talking about the dating scene on a decline, people? Like, for real, how long have I been talking about this? Five years now, at least, half a decade? At least half a decade. You think things are just going to magically get better? Women, let me ask y'all something, right? Do you think things are actually going to get better when it comes to men and women? And I mean better together than apart together. That's what I mean by together. When you have women with a high level of expectations, unrealistic expectations, without obtaining any worthy value to be compared to what she deserves, what do you got? You got a recipe for disaster. You got <coughs> women who are shaped like a fucking refrigerator. You got women that's shaped like a conventional oven out here talking about they need a man with six figures or higher. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not taking any shorts, no objections. These women are, some of these women are fat guys, ladies. Some of y'all need to chill out. And just like how she said it. She tells guys, y'all got to date down because, but guys are, guys been dating down. The only guys who date up are guys with money. Let's talk about it. Facts. Let's talk about it. The only guys who date up in the world are the guys who have the means and the income to keep that woman present. Facts. If it was just off of his looks and he had a regular ass job to go along with his looks, that woman would not be present. Facts. And guys, we're no better. You know what I mean? We're no better in the sense of we prioritize women too much. We, we, we put women too high on priority. And I hate to say it, and I don't, I don't want women to get offended, but let me explain. The men put women, they prioritize women over themselves. So they prioritize women over their families, over their activities, over their hobbies. They're quick to sacrifice anything for a woman. This is how desperate a lot of men today are. So I asked the ladies, which one would y'all rather have? Would you rather have the man who's desperate to do anything for you because you'll take advantage of him? Or would you want a stubborn asshole like me who's at least going to be honest with you at the very least? I'm going to be brutally honest. And I, I appreciate women who are brutally honest with me, right? Rather than a woman that kind of tells you things that you want to hear, sometimes you need a woman to challenge you. 
Sometimes you need a woman to question you so you can simply prove her wrong or you can simply explain to her why the situation is what it is. Right. Men. In this, in the terms of dating, we kind of already see the doomsday scenario. We've seen it. Like I've said, I've seen it five years ago, five plus years ago, parked in the same spot that I'm at in front of the same church through the grace of God. Even though I don't go to that church or I don't go to church in general, but in the grace of God, parked in front of the same church, talking about the same situations from five years back and how men, it's better off for you as a man to get used to your own company, um, get involved in some type of activity, get podcasts, talk about video games, talk about sports, talk about shit that's going on in your life, shit that's going on in other people's lives. You got to become more proactive because what you're going to see is just a downfall of women and dating, period. It doesn't matter how good you get. It doesn't matter how much in shape you get. You're still going to have what was out there when you weren't in shape or when beforehand or when you were broke. So that's kind of like why I'm like more or less the self-development type of guy more than the pickup artist get women get laid in no time type of guy right and this is what separated me from the red pill naturally because from the beginning i kind of seen it as all right it's a harsh reality but it can become a time of self-development and a time of really gaining self-awareness and becoming more um introspective right other people look at it differently in this situation, this is where a lot of guys go blackpilled. Oh, well, there's no women left, so fuck it. You know, it's the end. You know, there's no women out here. You know, you can be like that if you want. You know, be a failure, pee on a peasant, a jabroni, you know what I mean? A curtain jerker. But you won't be a part of the solution. In fact, those people usually aid to the problem. Okay? Usually. Number four, and by the way, we are almost done with level one. All right, we're gonna do two levels on this on this on this segment. We're gonna do two levels, and then in the next segment, we're gonna do three levels. So we're going through one level one and level two on this uh, segment. The next segment will be three, four, and five. You wanna you wanna stay tuned for three, four, and five. Three, four, and five gets very nasty, especially four and five. Four and five gets very nasty. Number four, we got China. We got the China takeover scenario. You know, I know, the world knows my generation, the generation before that, generation before that, and a generation after me. Gener- even Gen Z knows, like, oh yeah, China's probably going to take over. Like, like even like like it's it's like everybody's like poised now. We all know, like, oh okay, you know, we're just waiting for China to to pretty much take over. You know. And China's always been the big bad, uh, the big bad, uh, the big bad wolf to America in terms of trade. That's why when Trump came in, he exposed the whole game of how China was fucking up America on an economic level, nigga. That's some real gangster shit. That's look, imagine a person who nobody expected to get elected. 
who nobody essentially really wanted to get elected, gets elected and then proceeds to expose damn near everything. The deep state, the establishment. He even pointed out, uh, you know, Donald Trump even pointed out George W. Bush and his involvement with this fucking hoax weapons of mass destruction madness. Come on, man. I'll fucking roast this old nigga. I don't give a fuck about George W. Bush or Republicans like him. Okay. If I would ever consider myself a Republican, this cocksucker would be the furthest back the way that. Look, I want y'all to pay attention. The way that Biden is to America today for Democrats, an embarrassment. The same way that George W. Bush was for the Republicans, my nigga. Facts. Facts. Big facts. Major facts. But the China takeover. The reason why I believe if, if Trump... If Trump isn't reelected, which I hope through the grace of God that the man, John J. Trump, is reelected and um, could actually get back to doing what he did before, which is talk shit. All right. I miss a president that talks shit. All right. I don't want no soft ass fucking catwalking ass nigga talking sweet. No. I want, I want, if, if shit gets wicked, if shit gets wicked, I know Trump is down to blow shit up. We will eliminate you. Yeah. I know this nigga. Hold on. I'm going to say it again. Hold on. We will eliminate you. That's the nigga that I want as a president. Who, what are y'all talking about? What's, how's Biden threat? How can Biden threaten anybody? That's number one. I smacked the, the Caucasian off of Joe Biden. I smacked the Caucasian off of him. And just because I smacked the Caucasian off of him. The Caucasian of Hunter Biden would go off. That's how, like, fuck this nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. But yeah, China. Um, Trump getting reelected. You know, China, not a secret that China may not be the biggest fans of Donald Trump at this point, which makes a lot of sense. But it would be more. I wouldn't say inevitable because I don't think that's even I don't I don't think this would ever be a true scenario in our lifetime. But where China feels that, hey, we have enough technology, we have enough men in our country, in our military to take over the United States of America. And it will be called the United States of China and they'll take it over. They'll come in like, yo, Bogart shit. You know, if Biden's still in office, they'll just push him off of the chair. He'll break a hip or something. The nigga's old. The nigga's a bum. The nigga's weird. All right, so very easy. You know what I mean? Wait, I'm going to tell y'all, give y'all a quick example of this. So y'all may know, some of y'all may not know, you pro-blacks should probably know, China's been taking over Africa, my nigga. China's been taking over Africa. But don't take my word for it, all right? You know how everything is stamped made in China? Well, China. if you're in China, then everything likely says made in Africa. Yikes. The Chinese are taking over the continent. 15 Yikes. years on the voting floor of the UN in new... Yikes, where's the pro-blacks? Where's the pro-blacks? Hey, we got to help out our people. Y'all got to help out y'all people. I'm going to stay my American black ass in America, okay? God's favorite country in the world. That's that's going to be my uh, that's my new slogan for America, because like 
it's almost like it's a tongue in cheek type of it's a it's a joke. It's a reference, but it's also a joke, right? God's favorite country, right? The U.S. of A. God's favorite country. All right. That's how I look at America. Why the fuck niggas in? They let who take over? What? Can't be America. I'm not letting it happen. Oh, I may look like those African niggas. Don't bring that shit over here trying to take over. You got these, you got baby Venezuela, baby El Salvador, baby Guatemala coming in. Chicago, New York City, these niggas is having fiestas. Okay, they turned the goddamn deli into a bodega. All right. Even though the empanadas is hitting y'all niggas. If y'all never had empanadas before, real nigga moment. Empanadas, bro? With the with the ground beef and the shrimp? All right, let me stop. Anyway, <clears throat> China take over Africa. Okay. We are. Wait, what the China has two governments sitting there. The Republic China. of China and the People's Republic of China. We own the all Chinese territory. No, we own the all Chinese territory. <laughs> now, the problem is the UN has to decide which government represents China. The UN takes it to a vote, and the People's Republic of China wins. But 35 countries voted against the People's Republic. The US plus a ton of African nations. But 40 years later, Africa no longer bows to the US because China is pumping huge amounts of money into the continent. They're buying allies. See, China is shifting from industrializing to an industrialized nation. They're running out of growth potential. Enter cheap African resources, land, and labor. Sounds a lot like 15th century colonialism. Wow. Shout out to that guy. He what? Yeah, these niggas. Yo, well, I tell y'all about these Chinese people and black folks. They don't like us like that. And this is the reality. I don't give a fuck how racist this sounds. You know, in the in the West Coast, what happened in the West Coast? They got Koreans. They got the liquor store. Nigga can't buy no fucking liquor without being looked like he gonna rob the entire fucking place. So they started this shit. All right. They started this type of madness from the very beginning when they came into this fucking country. They're racist and they're rude. All right. And they speak a language that I don't get. All right. Speak English. All right. That's how I'm coming. Speak English. All right. That's my Alex Jones impression. Speak English. All right. That's how I'm coming. Spurging out. Don't be talking in all those different tongues, my nigga. Shit. Type of shit is this. You know what I mean? The Lord didn't bless me with multiple tongues of languages, territories, cultures and shit. I don't want to hear y'all people talk like that. You an American, nigga. All right. <laughs> you an American, nigga. All right. That's how I'm coming. Fuck this shit. Yeah, China been out here abusing Africans. And see, y'all, what, what, what about the pro-blacks? What about the red, black, and green crew? Y'all ain't issuing out bandits and shit to go out to Africa, going to Somalia. All these they don't like they don't like us in Africa. I don't know why. The Negro in America, the American black, um, some of these American indigenous Negroes don't understand that, you know, you're you're technically not from Africa. like, and, and that's just what it is, my nigga. You're technically not from the continent of Africa. Your dialect, your your culture doesn't even go back to Africa, but you still call yourself an African-American. But if you're a true African-American, you would stand up against these China folks. 
The Chinamen out there, they ain't having it. They taking over. They said, fuck Africa. We want these diamonds. They said, fuck Africa. Ain't that some shit? China. What the? Nigga, type of shit is this? They coming in, kung fu and niggas. Like, yo, they, they taking over kung fu style, nigga. This is embarrassing. What is going Africa's too fucking big, man. What type of shit is this? They said, fuck it. We found a new continent. They got dark people there. You know, China, Chinese people don't like blacks like that in a sense to where in our culture, like that's why in, in society today, even people that were tripping about black and white interracial relationships, it's probably the most normalized it's ever been in this country because of people like Barack Obama or because of other people who are mixed race, right? Like, it's not a big deal today. Like, you may not necessarily agree with it. You may be on your Dr. Umar Johnson shit, but that nigga ain't controlling your nutsack. He ain't controlling the dick, all right? He ain't controlling your penis. So he shouldn't give a fuck. It shouldn't bother him. His This nigga, that Negro, should be worrying about Africa and China taking over there. <coughs> That's what... That's what y'all should be doing. That's what y'all should be doing. But y'all ain't doing that. He black. You know how everything is stamped? He black. Made in China? China. Well, if you're in China, then everything likely says made in Africa. The Chinese are taking over the continent. Taking over. Years ago. We're on the voting floor. Taking over. When? In New York. Taking over. They said they're taking over Africa. They said, fuck these niggas. All these tribes, spear chuckers. They said, fuck them. Them niggas went in, kung fu these niggas out, man. These niggas was out here doing, hit niggas with the iron claw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Iron claw niggas, man. I, clawing the eyes out and shit. Falcon hand. Niggas is falcon handed niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like real, you know what I mean? Real rowdy shit, man. Chinese people off the hook. They don't like niggas, man. I don't know if that's a secret. They don't like blacks. They like, they like whites. But they don't like whites because they know the, Asians know they're smarter than white people. So they don't have to bow down and really play the tap dancing games the way that black people do to try to seem intelligent or be one of the smart people. Right. You got these Chinese, these niggas like, yo, niggas, yo, we all know Asians are intelligent people. Nigga, I'm not fucking like this ain't no racism shit, nigga. I'm giving y'all motherfuckers credit, man. I was about to say something disrespectful. But I had to stop myself. Yeah, but these 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 China Chinese people out here, man, kung fu in the blacks in Africa, man, ain't this some shit? Kung fu in the blacks, the African black, ain't this some shit? Where's Wakanda? Where's the Black Panther, nigga? Where's the fucking you know? You you, you feel me? Where's the wild animals? Like niggas should be sicking lions on these niggas or something, man. What the fuck is going on here? Sick. Fuck that, man. China take over shit possible. They already take it over Africa, my nigga. The fuck you think? Come on, man. Stop it. You know what I mean? Ain't letting that shit happen. Not on my watch. All right. Anyway, number five. Um, Ending this level one. We got false flag with rival country. A false flag attack. And this will be a false. What I mean by false. Do I have something here that represents that? I should, right? 26 different fucking clips. Here we go. Here we go. 
Are false flag attacks a thing of the past? As in, could a country even get away with it today? This is a type of operation that's carried out with the intent of placing the blame on your opponent, usually done as a pretext for entering or escalating a war. There's a bunch of examples throughout history where countries, including the United States, have used false flag operations to gather support not just on the home front, but from the international community. I mean, look at the war in Ukraine. For months now, we've heard that Russia might try a false flag operation to expand or justify the war. But with countless satellites, independent journalists on the ground, civilians up and down the battlefield documenting the conflict, and then thousands of people analyzing it. Oh, somebody's pro-Ukraine, right? <laughs> Fucking peon. Somebody's pro-Ukraine. I noticed that very quickly. But y'all know what a false flag terrorist attack could be. Some would say, I don't know. Um, what date was that? You guys remember that date? Oh, yeah. September 11th. Some people said that was a false flag attack. Well, there's a lot of weight to tie into that. If you look at the weapons of mass destruction, the hunt for Saddam Hussein, the invasions of seven different countries, then maybe you go, wow, this is a false flag terrorist attack. Now, what that guy may have not wanted to tell you was most of the media are biased against Russia. So even if certain issues and certain attacks were done by the Ukraine, mainstream media didn't get their hands on it, so it didn't happen. You see how that works? Um, the false flag would be something like the Democrats. Let's say the Democrats want to go to war. They need They need some type of agency or not not like government agency but they need agency and they need something that can stick right well who are we dealing with now we're dealing with iran or hamas or whoever the fuck right they'll make it make it an attack in the country in american soil it sounds bizarre crazy to think about it i know but hear me out they will have an orchestrated attack by the u.s to an important area in the U.S. pointing the finger at certain foreign countries, which starts off a scenario very similar to the Iraq-Afghanistan um, wars and, you know, the soldiers who died in the car bombings, the soldiers who were killed on the battlefield and all this for what? An incompetent, redneck, despicable, tobacco-chewing peon George W. Bush and his little hunt for weapons of mass destruction, which really became him sealing the fate of a person that his father couldn't seal the fate of Saddam Hussein. Let's talk about it. Fuck out of here. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Spurgeon right now. Cause, cause shit like that, that because all of these things, right. And you would see, the effects of, okay, a false flag. All right, this starts a war. Some people said that Adolf Hitler did that uh, for World War II or some shit like that. I don't fucking remember. Something like that. Our U.S. has done it. It's happened, nigga, and it's still going to continue to happen. And don't be surprised if all this type of weird, um, all these people that we don't know, undocumented people, there'll be another conspiracy of, hey, these people are gang members. They're taking over the cities. I'm telling you, it's going to go one way or the other. It's already set 
in my opinion, which we'll talk about that situation later on. But yeah, false flag with a rival country, it would most likely be centered around. It won't be China. China will not be the target of a false flag. In, in other words. Maybe like Korea, maybe a false flag for them, Iran. And for the people who are super left, they'll say Russia. Um, level two. Direct effects. All right. Direct effects. These are things that if if is if this situations if these situations were to happen, we would be in some serious trouble as a country. Which I kind of think one, two, I think three or four of these things are already occurring. So the country's already in trouble, in my opinion. Now, once again, this is my opinion. So I'm not saying you have to believe this or you have to agree with it, but it's noteworthy shit. So we might as well jump into it, right? Level two, direct effects. Let's briefly go through level one before we move on. The obvious level one called the obvious with one, we have a new airborne virus, AKA vaccine rollouts. Number two, we have modern women becoming primary role models. Number three, we have men further distancing themselves from women, from marriage, children, etc. Number four, a possible Chinese or China takeover scenario. And number five, false flag. And now I think about it, it would almost be, and hear me out, <clears throat> China can pull a false flag and blame it on America. You see that? So it's not just the country. It's not just this country that does it. It could be Russia that does it and blame it on another country to be able to extend the battle. Okay. Just had to bring that up. And number five, of course, like I said, false flag with rival country. Direct effects, level two. Number one. <coughs> A brief reminder, this is in no particular order. I'm just going one through five rather than five through one because I didn't get a chance to really put anything together. Maybe you guys can do that at home. Which one do you think is the top level threat within this uh, direct effects category in level two? The dollar value dropping. Paper currency becoming obsolete. Now, several ways to look at this scenario. So imagine you just got your paycheck. You did some overtime. Um, so you got some extra money. You get your money. You're ecstatic. You pay your necessary bills. You have your money left to kind of do what you want, but still be you know responsible in a sense. You go to the store. You look at all the items. Okay, that TV looks nice. I'm gonna grab this TV. You know, you may you may purchase something meaningless like groceries, junk food, shit like that. Go to McDonald's, get something from the dollar menu, whatever. You go to pay with money, and the people go, "Oh yeah, um, this just happened, but um, your money's not valuable. 
your money's obsolete. You are obsolete. Twilight Zone, people that know the obsolete, is it called the obsolete, man? Nigga, one of the best, one of the best TV shows of all time, uh, Twilight Zone. Um, the obsolete man is about a man, and I know this shit by heart, and it's actually weird because it connects to this a little bit. This guy, this man on the Twilight Zone comes in, and it's this court, this council, this this judge, this high-level judge, and everything's exaggerated. So he's sitting on this extra high fucking chair that he pretty much needs a ladder to climb on to sit on to tower this man who's a librarian. And the people are so offended because this country by this time burned all the books. Sounds familiar? 1984, etc. They burned all the books. They banned books. They don't believe in God. They believe they're superior. Sounds familiar. Like I can keep going. This is all on a fucking 19, fucking 1960 something episode of the Twilight Zone, my nigga. Way ahead of his time. But he was a librarian, which offended everybody because it's like, hey, we don't you're obsolete. We don't need you. There's no more books. There's no more gods. There's no more Bibles. There's no more science. We are the science. We are the gods. We are the Bibles. This is how the God was coming. In other words, a government that can get to a point to where overnight they can decide, hey, you know what? We want to get rid of uh, God and the Bible. Um, we're going to celebrate uh, multiple. We're going to create different genders. It's going to be in the books now. So you're going to have to consider it real, right? It's in a book, right? It's a real, is it? It's in a history book, right? Male, female, whatever fucking other creature and character they can put in. And if you, if you go against it, you must be a bigot. You must be a racist. You must be transphobe, homophobe. You know what I mean? No, I am satanic phobe. How about that? These niggas are satanic. All right. But they end up finding him guilty. And <coughs> considered him obsolete, worthless, of no value, of no use to be disposed of. Okay. And they told him, hey, you got to choose. Cause by the way, I'm still talking about the Twilight Zone episode called The Obsolete Man. They asked him, you know, how would you want to, you know, die? You know, we, we'll let you choose. The guy, these guys, and, and in the show, these guys are all psychopaths, right? Like the, the guys who are high up, they're laughing like, we're going to kill him. <laughs> we're going to hang him. <laughs> Gas chamber. <laughs> they, they get a kick out of it. It's like, you know, the Third Reich, these Nazis, they, 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 had, they had fun killing the Jews. You know, they had a good time. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> There's even YouTube videos that talked about the women who were guards in these concentration camps. And these women were just as bad, if not worse, than the men. Because for whatever reason, they would go behind uh, somebody and then shoot them in the back of the head. Just to, just to kind of... Uh, draw the fear out of everybody else around. These are six psychopaths. And when they get a chance to execute, when they get a chance to take an innocent person's life, they, they're, they're ecstatic. These are psychos. These are the Satanists that have blood sacrifices. They got to get the innocent. They got to they gotta corrupt the children because they are the innocent. They are the purest that, that God has had until we become older and become corrupted by sin in society. That's probably the deepest shit I've ever said, but think about it like that. So 
Anyway, the nigga said, yo, I want, I'll come up with the idea later. So he was like, okay. The judge was like, all right. So they detained him. But the guy ended up getting explosives put into his house. It had cameras set up so that everything would go live. Keep in mind, this is a 1960-something episode of The Twilight Zone. Technology and all this shit was prevalent then, right? The racial issues, the social issues was prevalent then in a representation of currently what's going on today. But anyway, that's a good episode. The obsolete man, the Twilight Zone. Anyway, the dollar crashing is this like as as bad as it gets in terms of a country to where we would have to subsidize another type of currency that could be marketable. And in, in like sort of the worldview, like, yeah, our money can be marketable to us here. But outside of the country, what is it? It's just a piece of paper. If it's not worthy to people in Africa or to people in China, or they go by the gold standard, like, hey, you need gold now. Oh, yeah, this country's fucked. <laughs> this country's done. If that happens, it's over. All right? It's over. It's over. Do I have something that, that goes along with the dollar collapsing? Yes, I do. Here it is. What if the U.S. dollar stops being the global currency? Couldn't be that big of a deal, right? No, it is a huge deal. Right now, the U.S. dollar is what most of the world uses for trade. People trust the U.S. dollar. It is stable, and the U.S. uses it to pay its very high debts. It has been this way for a very long time, and it has been one reason why the United States has kind of remained the epicenter for economic power around the world. But that's kind of changing. There's this group of big countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and China. South Africa. China. They're all rising countries. China. And they're kind of like, why are we obeying the US China. dollar? Why don't we create our own currency? These countries represent a- Which goes along with the scenario from level one, the takeover. This takeover, well, well, where would this takeover be from? Um, A, a takeover in China, right? China. The takeover scenario with China can be based on currency. It could just be based on resources. Africa, same thing. Well, Africa's kind of getting raped, robbed, and taken advantage of by China currently. So I guess Africa kind of has their own problem to deal with. But let's say if all these people besides the U.S. secretly came together and went... You know, we can collapse this country if all we had to do is go buy a gold standard. So they would have to accumulate gold to do business with us. And we know that they may not have enough gold to subsidize or to equate what American dollars they have. So they'll be flushed down the drain. That's And I think in that scenario, especially as a doomsday scenario, you'll have countries come together. To collapse one country. One country's benefiting on this level of trade. The another country's benefiting from another level of trade. And maybe China's just the one that says, hey, we're just gonna come in and take the rest of what we need by force. You know? Interesting. Interesting. You know. The dollar collapsing though, it's not good.
huge amount of global trade. So if they decided to make their own currency, other countries might start using it, which would diminish the power of the US dollar and thus the power of the United States. This is just one of many ways we've been looking into that the US-led global order is starting to have some competition and we're moving into a new Cold War. The world of human... Some people will say we're moving into a hot war. Shout out to Alex Jones. Some people will say we're moving into a hot war. Right? I'm going to end this uh, segment in the next two minutes. I'm going to continue with level two. We're going to have to read through this briefly, quickly. I didn't think we were going to go that deep. But we're going deep. We still got five levels in total. So technically, we got over three more level or three more levels to go through. But um, some people will say it's a hot war. And on an intercontinental or international level, it would be considered sort of a. Uh, it's a cyber war. It's. It's more of a war of like information. It's an information war. Shout out to Alex Jones again to InfoWars, right? It's an information war. It's a war based on evidence. It's a war based on blackmail. It's a war based on things behind the scenes that many people don't notice. But then the hot war is kind of like the animosity between other countries over certain values, over certain policies, over certain invasions or whatever the fuck that can be came up with in the country. It's a cultural war. It's a war amongst people, but not only people of color or people based on color, but people of color based on value, based on political uh, beliefs and based on other things. So it's never it's never just black and white. In a situation like this, if the dollar were to collapse, everything that I've said would not matter because money in itself wouldn't matter. Our coins would actually be worth more value than paper dollar. Like a penny, a penny that you have would be worth more than a $100 bill if, there, if, the, if the dollar is obsolete. You have more value in that penny than you have in that dollar bill. Crazy. But hey, segment one concluded. Y'all stay tuned. You already know the you already know the vibes, man. The fuckery. We're gonna play a little bit more music in the beginning. This may be a three hour episode. So um, you know, this will be for a lot of the people that gotta go into work. Like myself, tomorrow at five AM and deal with the shenanigans and the chicanery of laying down salt and all that bullshit. So this is a a very lengthy episode for those who are working, those who are driving, commuting back and forth, you know, or maybe the people like me who are currently chilling out. All right. Stay tuned to be continued. We still got level two of the doomsday scenario iceberg to be continued. All right, segment two, man. Segment two. The doomsday scenario iceberg, all right? 
okay? We're gonna play a little bit of music. I'm gonna give y'all a quick recap, just in case y'all forgot, you know what I mean? So one, level one, the obvious. We got a newborn or new airborne virus slash vaccines. Number two, modern women becoming primary role models. Number three, men further distance themselves from women, marriage, children, etc. Number four, China takeover scenario. Number five, false flag with rival country. All right, that concludes level one. And we getting started just number two on level two, the direct effects. And we just got done with that segment talking about the dollar value dropping paper currency becomes obsolete. The dollar falls, the stocks fall. Very spooky shit, man. And we still got a lot to go. I'm just sparking this blunt, getting a couple pulls in. The black cherry gelato is being smoked right now. I got like another half an ounce of this shit in the house. I'm going to smoke so much weed tomorrow morning before I go into work. I'm going to just make it absolutely obvious that I'm high. Like I, that's how much I don't want to wake up tomorrow at some fucking 4.30 to go to work at 5. Like, that's crazy. 5 in the morning. That's fucking insane. Level two, direct effects. We already talked about number one. Of course, the dollar collapsing. <clears throat> number two, very interesting scenario. And I think it's a scenario that many people have thought about, but would never put it on necessarily a doomsday type of list. But you got bad animals, meaning meat, milk, eggs. Uh, which creates a plague-like effect on the population. Bad meat. Bad beefs, pork, all the foods that some people will say that are bad to begin with actually becomes bad, either spoiled or the animals ate something that's bad that humans shouldn't consume. And that can kind of be another uh, very messy, very... uh, not so good scenario. You feel me? A very not so good scenario. We actually have two. 
we got two uh, videos to tie this in. I want to briefly get rid of the videos that I already went through. But this is going to take longer than I thought, huh? Oh, um, we got another video on false flag attacks. I may want to get into that, too, briefly. Um, we already talked about China taking over Africa. Um, okay. I think we went over five. That's what it said. We only went over five. There's no way in hell. Well, it's going to be seven by the time I get through this. So, all right, let me delete those. I'm trying to like narrow this list down or narrow the um, like the videos that I go through with each iceberg because I have at least one video to represent each uh, iceberg topic that I talk about. That's my little creativity of this. I think I found a niche, right? I think. Uh, let's talk about uh, daily meat. How daily meat can possibly be bad. So we'll put that on the bottom here to mention. Or did it stay? Okay, fuck it. Here it is. There is something in the kitchen that is posing as a health risk to you and your family. And no, it is not the Gator lunchbox, as the people in the control room are telling me. Okay, something that most of us take every day for lunch, kids take for lunch all the time. We're talking about deli meat. That's right. Consumer Reports tested over 30 different types of deli meats looking for nitrates and nitrites. They prevent bacteria from growing and they add flavor to the deli meat. But they may also be linked to cancer and heart disease. Testing wow. found that it doesn't matter what type of meat you're buying, whether it's organic or not, there is some level of chemicals in that meat. It's the same for any cold cuts, roast beef, ham, salami, turkey, even organic. It's all processed meat. Government rules for labeling cold cuts are obsolete. No nitrites doesn't actually mean no nitrites. It means no synthetic nitrites. So should you give up on deli meat altogether? Well, no, but... They <laughs> you hear how they say that? Like, it's just like, it's like, damn, man. Niggas can't even get cold cuts, man. It's a fucking shame. Hey, if y'all going to Wawa getting hoagies, I guess you should be careful of that, too. You going to Wawa, and you know Wawa, they all got processed lunch meat, so they don't really have, like... And see, that's what I don't understand about these establishments. Do they get... They don't get these and whites. Uh, what are they called? These and, uh, you know, the deli company. They don't get, like, meat from them. Actual people that... You can see them. They, they actually be cutting the shit. They got the, you know what I mean? They, they got everything, the slicers and all that shit. Not at Wawa. They go into Wawa, go into a bag. You ever, like, look, I, I tell people all the time, Wawa food is good until you see what it actually is. Meaning, these are, they have in the back, they have uh, like a pot of, just this huge pot of boiling water. Like, say if you wanted macaroni and cheese, they go into a freezer, they take out this big ass bag that's macaroni and cheese, they stuff it in the fucking container, they close it for like five to 10 minutes, it's boiling hot water. So by the time they open it and take the bag out with the gloves on, the shit is melting, right? That's that's your macaroni and cheese. It ain't done with any type of finesse. Get out of here. But it's good, like, it's, it's junky food. It's pretty much like dope dealer food like niggas that's on the go like yeah you want you want a decent meal but you don't want to go through a drive-thru like all right you go in the wawa <clears throat> you know get the cold cuts 
I ain't gonna lie though. Their uh, their cheesesteaks, not that bad, man. Wawa's cheesesteaks is not that bad, man. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you get you, you get the bacon put on it with the mayo, ketchup. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no Philly shit, but you know, it it'll it'll do. Are you following me? Uh lunch meets today. Shit, kid. I mean, well fuck. What's left? Bad animals. Another scenario that I always found to be kind of interesting would be the cows, right? The milk. Or, you know, some cow eats something that it shouldn't have ate or got an infection, and then that milk gets processed out there, and just a trace of it is probably, like, you know, very dangerous for consumption of men and women, right? But we consume that. And we get this, you know, disease or this bad effect from it or whatever. And, you know, that could be a doomsday type of situation because it would take a while, I think, for some people to research and find out like, hey, this comes from milk or this comes from cows. And then, you know, the soy milk and then the almond milk and all these alternatives be created or be even more um, expansive. But who knows? There's another one here that has something to do with fake healthy foods. This is for a lot of you people that believe, hey, this is organic. I'm doing right. I'm eating good. This is organic. And it's not organic. You're being lied to. Okay. Organic has became sort of like a niche label. It's not really organic. It's just the type. It's it's considered organic, but it's not organic. It's considered all natural, but it does have artificial flavors and artificial sweeteners and all these other things to make it taste like something that it really ain't pay attention you see oj with 50 percent less sugar and calories that sounds good no because once you read the ingredients it's just watered down oj with natural flavors gel and gum to thicken it up and beta carotene put it back buy regular oj add your own water and save yourself the crud hey vegan's healthy right well if you scan it with my app it's not approved. Why? Because it's got GMO inflammatory canola oil, sugar, wow. and something called EDTA, which is a preservative that masks rancid flavors. Eliminate. Put it back. Eliminate. Now, salad dressing, fat-free, sugar-free dressing. Yes, but made with GMO maltodextrin sorbitol, a sugar alcohol that's very disruptive to your gut, and sucralose, a.k.a. Splenda. Hex to the no. Low-carb cereal, but with... GMO milk protein, sunflower oil, and natural flavors. Bottom line, never trust the front of the packaging. Always read the ingredients. Or better yet, download my free app, Bobby Approved. Search that on the Google Play Store or the App Store. It's basically like having me go shopping with you. The Ukraine. All right. Awesome. So you now see your foods. Oh, this is organic. This is vegan. You know. This doesn't have dairy. Dairy is unhealthy. This has soy. This is what boys say. Soy boys. Hey, better mouth. Oh, I can't. I can't drink dairy. I have to drink soy. Beta. Beta mouth. Beta. You know what I mean? Beta. 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 All right? That's what that is. Bitch nigga shit. Bitch nigga energy. Okay? Nigga talking about he can't drink milk. If you can't drink milk, you must not be a human being. I don't know what the fuck that. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, nigga. Right? You can't drink milk? Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> this nigga's an alien. Like, there's something wrong with this nigga. You don't drink milk? 
Nigga, we grew up with the, the milk mustache paws. We grew up watching that shit, nigga. Niggas drunk milk every day, my nigga. Like, fuck you mean? You know what I'm saying? Healthy start of the day, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Then we was all brainwashed. Hey, milk, milk is good for your teeth. Then we find out milk causes plaque and it's bad for your teeth. Like, everything we've, we've been taught was pretty much told to us later as a lie. Like, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, we just said that so you would buy milk, okay? Like, yeah. You got us. That's kind of like, that's them. <laughs> you got us, all right? What the fuck? <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing, dude. Shit is pathetic. So I got these two videos to get rid of. Now we're down to 19 videos. We're kind of just trying to go down this list. But I did notice something that I didn't play that had something to do with false flags. If I didn't delete it, I may have. Oh, what are... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Here we go. It's um, one side carries uh, Odinac. This is about false flags. Um, I wanted to play this originally when I mentioned false flags, but since it's technically number five on level one, we're not going really too far back. All right. So uh, let's continue this conversation. Against its own side, but then blames the other uh, the others on a pretense to try and stimulate some form of overreaction or excuse to react themselves in a different way. It's deception, um, and, and therefore it's been used uh, in land warfare. It's quite difficult to do in the air, um, and it's been used um, as naval deception. False flags, got, it's got an interesting history. It goes right back to you know, the good old um, pirate times, whenever pirate ships used to put up the flag of a friendly country to try and attract another ship closer to it before they then attacked it to steal um, Damn. all of the goods that it was carrying. And that's essentially what happens. Damn. Yo, that's, that's gangster. Yo, is that really where false flag comes from? Like, so what he just said was, Back in the days where there was just pirates and fucking barbaric whites and like Vikings and shit, barbaric whites, my favorite subject, um, the barbaric white, these people would lure in their enemies by using their flag and planting their flag, the flag of the enemy on the ships so the ships can, can, can approach what they appears to be an allied ship and get obliterated. That has got to be the most gangster shit I've ever heard. That's where false flag comes from. So a group of pirates decided, hey, I know how we're going to get these dumbass motherfuckers. We took one of their flags in the last fucking skirmish, right? We're going to plant the shit on our flag and then go into their territory and wait for them to approach us and we're going to bomb the fuck out of them. We're going to cannonball the fuck out of them. And that's how the false flag was created. Damn, that's Hall of Fame gangsterism. That's Hall of Fame Academy Award level gangsterism. Um, uh, whenever people are accused of false flag operations today.
Well, the, the rules of warfare are you know, covered in the Geneva Protocols um, and the Geneva Conventions, and that covers you know, what you can and can't do and what you can and can't target uh, and how you can target it um, uh, in the land domain, the air domain and the maritime domain. Um, false flag operations, I, again, the, the sorts of things that we're seeing being discussed about uh, Russia at the moment were um, you know, they're potentially targeting civilian populations, where they're discussing... Um, uh, accusing the other side of genocide, th those fall out with the, um, the, the the legal parameters that are sitting there. Uh, and therefore, you know, we're seeing more and more where it's used as an excuse in modern... All right, hold on. Give me a second, man. I got to get me some coffee. Be right back. Yeah, I had, I had to heat up my coffee. This is how this shit happens, right? And I'm glad I'm recording all this. Well, not, I didn't record all of it, but... I go in the house to heat up this coffee. All right, so I get out of the car and bam, lighter falls out of my lap onto the snow. A big lighter, you know, rest in peace. Another black lighter gone, man. So I had to go and get me a dollar lighter, right? Pause my recording. Right, to go in the house, continue to heat my coffee up. Now I realize, like, all right, cool. Now I have to find a dollar. Just gathered up a dollar in coins and then just drove to the fucking store. Right, like this, like, like this is this is like what I had to do primarily for like the the past fifteen minutes. Heat up this coffee that I had in this car since last night. I'm not ashamed of it. Because uh, I usually go to, like, the 7-Eleven on the way home. And um, when I go to the 7-Eleven, I usually see the same dude. The dude will either go, like, yo, free coffee, free coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Free coffee. All right, bet. So I made me a banging-ass cup of coffee, but I already had iced tea. And I didn't want to be more energized last night anyway. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So I called it quits momentarily, right? Now, I got to go back to this fucking, I got to go back to this list, right? So my apologies, man. Shit is just crazy. Just out of pocket. Um, Where are we left off at? Oh, yeah, false flags. Warfare, that um, it is falling outside what those parameters would be. Um, again, the, the, the Geneva Conventions, everything click in whenever war is properly declared. It's it, We're in a very gray area because you know, this was negotiated way back at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, and we're now well into the 21st century and, and things have moved forward. And false flag then gets into um, the cyber arena and there are no laws in the cyber world. Um, they, it's anything that they want to do or feel that they can get away with um, uh, as an excuse to go into Ukraine. And, and the Russians have got two pieces of doctrine that fall into this. One is Maskarovka, which is masking. It's all about... All right, so we already went over that. So that's false flag, another false flag video. We talked about bad animals, meat, milk, eggs, that can cause a plague-like effect on the population, which would not be good. Definitely a doomsday scenario. Multiple countries plotting 
on the U.S. for control. Hey, uh, migrant takeover, anybody? Migrant takeover. Now, this is something that I've talked about here on a few occasions, right? But let's go over some more videos to uh, back up what I've been talking about, all right? As Title 42 has come to an end, more migrants are expected to converge onto the United States and the United States plans to put those migrants into black communities. Now, Title 42 was a policy that was implemented by the Trump administration that basically said that no one else from other countries can come over due to the corona. Oh, what what administration? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, that's right. There was pandemic, but now that the pandemic is over, the Biden administration ended that particular policy, and so we're starting to see an influx of people from all over coming over to try to seek asylum. All right. So y'all remember in Chicago, the South Side, to be exact. They, being city officials, continue to try to, anyway, put migrants into black communities. Well, the black residents said, nah, we good. We don't want no more. And in fact, we are going to sue you because you guys said, you guys being the Chicago public schools, said that any vacant schools will be used for the fire and police department. And that contract was supposed to last until 2028. But the residents are like, well, you guys are uh, not uh, honoring that contract because now you want to put migrants over there. They're also saying y'all got almost one hundred and thirty million dollars to help people who ain't really supposed to be here. But y'all don't have that money to help us. We've been asking for a youth center and for y'all to get rid of uh, gun violence and all kind of other things that plague black communities in Chicago. But somehow y'all. First of all, if. Anybody in Chicago thinks like the way that she's thinking, Chicago's in trouble. Everything that you've been saying, everything that she just said was pretty much a result from the parties that they vote for. If you're tired of gun violence, but at the same time, you look at Baltimore, you look at Los Angeles, you look at Philadelphia, you look at Detroit some of these other areas ran by Democrats and you say, well, there's a pattern here. You know, these white people that live in these areas, they live in good. They live in good. They live in away from y'all. They usually put the blacks on the other side, usually put them downtown. Downtown Brown. (laughs) Downtown Brown. Pause. The whites usually live upscale. And up in terms uh, geographically as well. This actually could either this could even be pointed out in terms of um, class and sort of the white socialist, the white, I guess, I guess white socialism, not not socialism politically, but socialism and like, you know, the way of white people at the time where the people who were up north were considered Yankees and uppity and rich and had this and that and the industrial, uh, the industrial shit. And then the South was kind of known as the country bumpkin, redneck, hick, farmer. You see what I'm saying? So it's always been like this. But in terms of a city, you get places like Los Angeles and Los Angeles is kind of just, you know, all in all just insane. But in 
the South Central region tends to be the heaviest or the most notable out of all the areas in California, right? So when you have an area, even in California, this is an excellent, um, an excellent example to go off of because California was one of the first, if not the first areas to be hit by the direct effect of legal immigration from way back. And there has been a lot of speculation of, well, where is this coming from? Well, these people allegedly come in, take over the communities, um, start their gangs, take over the streets, get locked up, take over the jails with the cartels and the Mexican mafia. (coughs) Right. So you have this. I wouldn't say an Easter egg, but kind of like something that was set in stone from the beginning. Like, yeah, this could be a major problem until it became a major problem. The money for that. So, of course, they are pushing back. But watch this one resident by the name of Craig said what his grandmother told him so many years ago. Uh, I did get placed on a wait list, but I was told that the immigrants were taking priority. See, that's a story that a lot of people don't know. And it just... It hurt me. I'm like, oh, you're eliminated. You're out. I understand we need to be humanitarian, but these people are that my participant are third and fourth generation Chicagoan, born, bred, fed, and raised here. My grandmother, Mayrella Carrington, rest in peace, always said, charity starts at home first and then it go abroad. So as you also heard him say that he tried to apply for housing, but he was put on the list and he's still waiting. But you see, yeah, you still you got you got the uh, the brown people. Yeah, they took over. Aren't you guys happy now? This is a doomsday scenario that's actually taking place where certain black areas of Chicago, certain black areas of New York, other black areas scattered across the country, places that are probably not even talked about that has probably the most activity going on because these people in media pick and choose what they want you to hear and what they don't want you to hear. Um, yeah. Aren't y'all happy that y'all voted for the Democrats? Aren't y'all happy to be liberal? This is what it is, guys. The libs, the liberals. Congrats. You got all these, um, you know, different people. I'm not being racist when I say it. I don't know what they are. That's why I call America's going to become baby Guatemala, uh, baby El Salvador, baby Venezuela, baby uh, baby Mexico. Okay, it's going to be everything. Baby South America. That's America. United States of baby South America. That's what's going to be. Niggas done took over and y'all allowed it. What a mess. All these immigrants come over and they're getting housing, right? Because one of the schools there in South Shore, they wanted to uh, do up, if you will, to make it livable for immigrants. And they're like, well, I need a place to stay, right? So uh-uh. I am not mad at them. But what I love more than anything about this story is that black people are starting to wake up. Oh. Now, it is said that oh. the majority of black voters in Chicago didn't oh. vote for Joe Biden. Oh. And so I, it does my heart oh. good to see that. Oh. oh. So you mean what I just said, like, two minutes ago? Like, that, that means something? Oh, okay, that's good to know. It's good to hear somebody else verify it. Yeah, most of y'all niggas voted for um, Joe Biden. I really, I really don't feel bad for y'all because 
y'all allowed people like Joe Biden to get you to believe that, you know, Trump's the, the white devil and all this shit. It's, it really just goes to show you, it's like you get what you vote for. And that's why, like, the importance of voting is knowing who you're voting for. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the person, oh, well, he just seems to be more fair than... Man, get the fuck out of here. The judgment of American people have to be, like, down bad. If, you, if you're if you voting for a president like Joe Biden, like, any morals you have, you can just throw it out the window. You have no morals left. You know, may God smite down on all the who uh, voted for Joe Biden. This nigga's a peasant. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. You know what I mean? Nigga's a peasant. And the weak, chicken neck, weenie, liberal, um, the kamikaze communist, um, the suicidal socialist, all right, um, the paranormal progressive. <laughs> I couldn't go. That was a good one, though. Damn, that was good. The kamikaze communist, all right? The suicidal socialists and the paranormal progressives are out of pocket. This is America now. This is where we at. This is Biden. This is Biden era. Aren't y'all happy? (laughs) Aren't y'all excited? Biden era, man. This is what y'all wanted. Now you got Juan, you got Julio, you got all the homeboys now. Goddamn block turned into a burial. All right, now you got everybody. Now y'all motherfuckers, yeah, y'all, y'all better get along. Shit, he gonna be, he gonna be a part of the uh, why your tax, why your tax is going up. <laughs> get used to him. Paco, like I said, Paco, all these niggas, they all, they all in it, man. They like, man, fuck this. We got an opportunity to make how much? To get how much opportunity? They moving these people in. And see, y'all got to realize this has nothing to do with race. But they're moving these people in to houses. They're moving these people into hospitals. They're moving these people into schools. They're, te- they're telling the kids. They're telling the parents, hey, these people are more important than your education. These are our future Democratic supporters. We don't care about you or your children at the moment. Okay, so get into homeschooling and, you know, have a nice day. Meanwhile, everybody, everybody else suffers. Ain't that some shit. But then again, once again, y'all voted for this shit. So I don't feel bad for y'all whatsoever. You know, what I mean, this is a this is pretty much a situation that is currently happening. The migrant takeover, the new Democratic Party um, foundational move to kind of slowly but surely put them in amongst Americans. And then while doing that, giving them instant access to shit that people in America are still technically working for. So I don't think that's going to really go well. Um, And that will, that will create sort of the divide and conquer. Maybe they want military to come in and, you know, do a full shutdown, you know, curfews. Hey, you're out past 9 p.m.? Here's a five hundred hour fine. You know what I mean? We'll see you in court, right? If you don't show up, you're getting two years mandatory. Like shit, like this. I'm telling y'all, because 
Why else? Ask yourself this question. As a black, for the people who are non-black, y'all still welcome to participate. But for me as a black, an American black, right? Um, this would all be, it would all make perfect sense if they had malicious intent to get these people, migrants, drop them off in some of the worst areas of Chicago and go, hey, this is your new home. Say hello to the neighbors, right? And they're, and they're just ready, like rabid, rabid animals, man, ready to attack. Because like everybody goes, well, these people are innocent and, you know, these people just want to live the American dream. They just want a chance of freedom and opportunity. And it's like, what opportunities do we have in this country? You ever thought about that? To where a former president can be indicted four times and there can be like pretty much a smear campaign on Donald Trump where every chance they get, they'll try to involve something incriminating for him. Like, you know, a banana republic, you know, like communism, you know, like the Democrats today. I'm just saying. Not all, not all, not all, but most. Not all, but most. Waking up, and hopefully they start to say, all right, we voted the wrong way long enough, now let's vote the right way, whatever that is. Now that means somebody who is going to come in and actually help black people and not use black people. And so, Did Trump not help black people? Can we really be honest with ourselves? Matter of fact, let's move on. Because I don't like these type of um, fence-sitting Negroes. Oh, y'all just can't vote Democrat. I ain't telling y'all who to vote for now. But y'all can't vote Democrat. That's stupid. That sounds dumb. It sounds illiterate. People are idiots. You're going to vote who to, for, for who the fuck you want to vote for. I'm going to have my stance on who I vote for regardless. So that's kind of like how I look at things. And until the... Um, God, godlike white liberal can give me key evidence that Trump is a racist, a white supremacist, an Adolf Hitler supporter, a Mussolini wannabe. I don't want to hear a motherfucking thing from these people. But realistically, I can give a fuck who you vote for. Y'all, I just I just keep it G with y'all so y'all already know. Niggas ain't surprised when I when I start talking about Trump and I start spazzing out. You know what I'm saying? Like Niggas don't take this shit way too far, man. This is this is this is bad. You know what I mean? It's not good. It's not good whatsoever, man. Alright. Um <coughs> let's play some Donald Trump real quick. Let's play some Trump real quick. Just because. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard. We're talking about the U.S. currency still. I should have played this before, but I forgot that I had it. Good thing I'm playing it now. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. Since the fall of Soviet Russia, the United States has been on the top of the international stage. We're the military, economic juggernaut of the world, so much so that the entire international economy runs on the dollar. And we've been doing everything to protect that. Have you ever watched the CNN host? Well, there you go. 
<clears throat> just to go back a few, may have to double back a few times to get the videos that I wasn't able to play previously, but it's all good. Y'all understand. That was number four, by the way, quick, brief run through of level two direct effects. Number one, we have the dollar crashing, the currency crashing, what Trump was just talking about. Number two, we have bad animals, meat, milk, eggs, creating a plague-like virus or effect on the population. Number three, we have multiple countries plotting on the U.S. for control. Uh, number four, what we just went through now, or what we went through previously, uh, migrant takeover, the situation in Chicago, New York. All these things become just an explosive type of scenario where um, whether people want to want to say that these people are terror cells and like they're they're like they're as like agents of chaos. And then when shit goes left, you know, they're the ones to react first or if there's a riot, if there's a fight, if there's something that breaks out in some political event. It can be looked at as these are the people who can start it, finish it, and technically not be documented. So there's that for you. Number five, I put uh, secret agencies uh, secretly take over the country. But there's different scenarios to this, right? <coughs> so it's not really like secret agencies in a sense that all of these secret agencies are as one and they're taking over the country. No, it's this particular branch versus this branch versus this branch versus this branch. And I had this video that broke down. I think I still have it. I'm going to try to find it. It's a video that broke down how the world or how the country military branches would react and how um, agencies would react to a civil war. Meaning, what side would the FBI be on if there was a civil war of today? Or what side the CIA would be on? Would they still be aligned with the FBI? Would they be a completely separate, different entity that would go against the CIA because of their affiliations, depending on who's in power? And it's a very interesting video. But um, in this situation, right, it would be like, you know, hypothetical, by the way, allegedly, hypothetically, this is uh, this is a concept. This is not reality. But let's just say <clears throat> the FBI wanted all your information. Right. Wink, wink. The FBI wanted all your information. They wanted everything about you so they don't have to look for you where you'll put yourself out there, which is why a lot of people believe the big conspiracy of uh, social media and why social media is such a popular thing, because realistically, it's a CIA database in which, you know, a person would willingly put their name, address, where they work, where they live, how they vote, things that they do so we can monitor them. We can we can actually monitor them a lot easier, a lot quicker, more sufficient. And the idea is and I mentioned this before about Big Brother, right? Remember Big Brother? Not talking about the TV show, but more of a concept that the government secretly spies on everybody and everything that you have or everywhere that you go, you are being filmed or you are being like sort of filmed and monitored on sort of a national, international level. Um, communist China, 
are like sort of this bizarre turn of events where you have places like China, uh, communist China, and they have sort of a social credit score. And it's like born identity. And everywhere you go, there's a camera zooming on you and facial recognition picks out who you are and where you at, regardless of where where in a crowd or in dark. This is like high level technology, right? <clears throat> well, if a com- if if one agent, if one agency gets their hands on that type of technology and uses it in the country, they could take control of the country by having their eye on everything that's going on within the country with this sort of national surveillance system. Imagine uh, for people that are fans of watchdogs, for the watchdog fans like myself, although I'm more of a fan of the very first watchdogs, I still have that game in my house, the actual disc. That's one of the only disc games that I have. Everything else on my Xbox is all digital. Um, this world where every street corner, every house, every car to some extent has a camera system that can be hacked, that can be controlled while you're home, while you're not operating. Certain video games will come on. Uh, certain game consoles will come on. A TV will come on after out of nowhere. This type of spooky technology where possibly the feds can go from they can ping from one camera set to another camera set to another camera set to another camera set. And this belief that the opposition being the hackers can do the same thing. So it's this shadow battle between the crooked agencies that want to spy on everybody and these groups of vigilante hackers who kind of in a way, infiltrated them to learn their techniques on how to do the same. So it's a scary, it's a scary situation in terms of people's privacies. But at the same time, what I always talk about in this situation, it's always a, it's always a dynamic to where we became Big Brother. And shout out to Anthony Cumia for pointing this out originally. We become the big brother. We become the spies. We become the agents. We'll tell on another person because they say something that we disagree with. They'll try to cancel you because they disagree with something. But then we fear that the government and certain people who create certain guidelines will do the same to us. So it's a very dumb, but, you know, noteworthy thing to mention. That is level two, direct effect, the dollar crashing, uh, bad meat, bad animals, bad milk, bad eggs, uh, multiple countries plotting on the U.S. for control, migrant takeover, and then secret agencies secretly take over the country. Matter of fact, now that I talked about it, I want to see if I can find this video. It's a very interesting video. Um, I think this video is like what the right would need to win the civil war. I don't want to play that. Um, how military would divide. We'll go over that later. I just wanted to make sure I had that. All right. How the military would divide during civil war. Um, now we're just going to go into level three. All right. So level three is pretty much what I call Dante's Inferno. 
people that know about the book Dante's Inferno, you know, it's many levels of hell. And these situations would pretty much cause instant chaos. Um, definitely doomsday worthy list right here. Number one, we have nuclear holocaust. Now, why did I mention nuclear holocaust three? Because that would just be, that would be us being dealt fair. That's us being dealt fairly with a lot of shit that's been going on. Like that's actually kind of a, an easy way out. Okay. You got a nuke dropped on you. Cool. Like instant death, like destruction, right? Nuclear Holocaust, always something that is noteworthy in terms of fear and how they can control fear and they can mention nuclear weapons to get people to react a certain way. You know, shit can definitely get spicy. Um, Things can definitely get bad. And uh, that's not a good thing. All right. I want to make sure I have The videos that I've already went through deleted so that way I can know and have a good idea of what I need to continue to go through. Trump already warned us about the collapse of the dollar. I think that's what I have so far. So I'm going to delete these. I think I have like 14 videos left to go through, right? Yeah, 14 videos, 14 minutes, and 39 seconds worth of video to go through. Luckily, we're only 45 minutes in, so I may extend this one. Pause. Um, I had something that deals with this. Oh, Putin's new nuclear threat. So this is a mixture of propaganda. Um, it's a mixture of propaganda and sort of this nuclear holocaust fantasy that some people have. To where, you know, every country finally has enough of one another, but has secretly created a missile or secretly created weapons to destroy one another. And then at one day, they just all decide to push the button. And in the process, pretty much everybody dies. Most of the people, people that's kind of left, the people that's left over are kind of like worst off because they kind of have to spend time like building the fucking country back up and getting rid of the dead bodies, like all types of weird shit like that would have to take place. But uh, let's get into this. The Ukraine war going nuclear. Now, this is not an idle threat or bravado by a maverick commander. This actually was a threat that's been made by Vladimir Putin himself. On Tuesday, he issued a clear and unambiguous ultimatum that Russia would use depleted uranium weapons on the battlefield. Why? To avenge the death of one of his top generals. Oh, depleted shit. uranium oh, is a dense shit. byproduct. Oh, shit. That is left over when uranium is enriched for use in nuclear reactors or nuclear weapons. In fact, it retains some radioactive properties. It can also be used for tank armor and bullets due to its high intensity, through which it can penetrate enemy armored vehicles. In other words, depleted uranium is mildly radioactive, but the radiation could spread terror. And once it lands on the battlefield, it will invite escalation. Damn. Define for me what the... Damn. So, yeah, nuclear holocaust, yeah, that doesn't sound fun. But believe it or not, when it comes to this list, man, it really isn't that bad when it comes to any other uh, scenario. 
apocalyptic, I don't want to use that term, but we can say an apocalyptic event of certain proportions that could wipe out the entire nation. Yeah, nuclear holocaust would definitely be uh, in that list. Number two, electricity blackout. Now, no videos that tie into this, I don't believe. But what would happen if all the electricity <clears throat> in this country were just to go all electricity that like yo the yo that would be the most crazy like and the longer like you would have to look at it in this way like the longer it would take for all of electricity to go back on the more chances of crime home invasions because certain security systems is deactivated with no electricity Everything is like, you know what I'm saying? Purge level type fuckery. Like purge level foolishness. All electricity goes out. Like, yo. I heard something about people complaining now about the Teslas. Y'all got the Teslas? The Teslas? Your little remote control electronic cars? Uh, I heard you guys aren't doing so well when it comes to your battery because your battery is not really meant for cold weather. Or at least that's what I heard Alex Jones say. Where you'll charge your phone, you'll charge like how you charge your phone. Like if you have a fucked up phone or if your battery's fucked up, you can charge it to 100%. And then by the time an hour goes by, you'll check your phone again and it's on like fucking 70, right? Or it's on 60. That's how a lot of these car batteries and a lot of these uh, vehicles, these Teslas, these uh, electro cars, it's how they're running now. Because they actually run off of heat and more solar than, of course, um, cold, no sun. Then on top of that, snow. So a lot of these vehicles aren't really doing so well. And I think the material that's used for the battery is from Africa. Mommy Africa. It's from Mommy Africa. Okay. That, somewhere in that village. Are you following me? Somewhere in that village, they create the, the fucking material. The metal materials. The metals. Generated in mommy Africa, just like the diamonds and all that shit niggas die for, thug out. Like, look at my dream, look at my bracelet, nigga. Like, yeah, innocent children in Africa died for that bracelet. You fucking coon. All right, let's just be honest. Let's just let's just be honest with that. Look at my chain. All these, all these, all these sparkly diamonds. Like a hoe, nigga. Sound like bitches. Look, look at my diamonds, my bracelet, nigga. My bracelet more than your house, my nigga. Look at my bracelet more than your house, my nigga. And that's how niggas be talking. More than your house, my nigga. Anyway, number two, electricity blackout. Nigga, if electricity went out for 30 minutes for me, I'm ready to spaz out. Like, fuck are you talking about? Oh, we won't be able to have anything on until the end of the week. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going in. I'm going postal. Niggas is ready to shoot up the PSENG. Allegedly, this is all satire. Over the situation, like, yeah, y'all need to turn the electricity back on. PSENG. Everybody go up, burn down PSENG buildings. Shit would go crazy, man. Shit would definitely be weird. Um, number three, we're in Dante's Inferno. The president assassination attempt by foreign powers. 
president assassination attempt. Keyword attempt by foreign powers. In this case, I would actually direct this more towards Trump, but we'll use Biden for the sake of using Biden. If there's some country that really hates America, but not really America itself, but America's leadership. And if there was ever an an attack from some partnering right wing sort of area of the world, you know, that would be sort of chaotic because then that would pretty much mean that we're going to war. If the person if if the administration finds out who was um, who was involved in the plot to assassinate that whole area is getting destroyed one way or another. It would be like another war to deal with. And, you know, another war tied into Ukraine and Russia. Um, the Pakistanis are getting tired of, um, forgot what country, uh, they're getting tired of Iran. So there's a lot of conflict around the world going on. And for the country, this country, to be involved in one of those conflicts or directly involved with conflict in another country. That would just be bad for, you know, the world. You know, it could be a doomsday scenario at any moment with either conflicts that's going on across the world. Keep that in mind. But the president, this particular president or some assassination attempt would probably be a very huge deal. Right. Very huge deal. Number four. Um, This is kind of similar to what I said earlier, but this is more specific. The secret spies uh, selling U.S. information to foreign powers, double agents. Um, In a situation where you'll have one person who claims to be an American, represents the country, represents the Constitution, this, that, and the third. Um, The amendments, all this stupid shit, right? But then when it comes down to it, they're really behind the scenes chopping it up with foreign powers. And kind of just giving them detail by detail of what's going on in the country for whatever reason. It could just be a regular conversation, right? <clears throat> but the other people could probably take that with uh, malicious intent and go, oh, well, we can take advantage of this. This guy is telling us all of the country's weakness points. We can go in and swoop right in like a thief in the night. And that's been a the- that's been a, a big theory and a lot of fear within certain agencies of the country. I'm not going to specify which ones. I'm sure y'all can figure them out. They're they're the alphabet boys. And I've already gave y'all a little Easter egg with social media. And I've talked about it before. Well, with social media, what better way to get information from people but make a platform that makes it fashionable to voluntarily put your information out there. So it's like the, like look at the gang bus that's been going on, like, especially in New York, a lot of the gangs out there in New York are getting busted by the police. And these niggas are saying, Oh, somebody's telling on us. Somebody's doing this and that. In some cases that could be the case, but you have to realize in a lot of other cases, these people, the feds and all this shit, the police, they be on the internet. So when you're talking about spinning the T's and you're talking about, you know, hitting the ops and smoking packs, these niggas got dossiers, notebooks. They got your name on a fucking file somewhere in a fucking office. They got pictures of you on the Internet. They got posts you mentioned about certain crimes that may have may not been committed. Like they, they take they take absolute liberty in it because you signed up for it. 
I used to complain about social media. But then I realized social media isn't the importance of it. It's the people who use it, right? Like more more or less today, I'll I'll try to post some insightful shit, you know. Or I'll try to post uh, certain videos that I like of, you know, people and what they communicate about and shit like that. I don't really spend a lot of time being vocal and like even doing live videos because I realize it's such a dead end type of scenario because you're only coming across people who are like trying to portray a lifestyle that they're not really living on the web and on the net and on the gram. They stunting on the gram. They're capping in the book. You know, it's all it's all types of shenanigans, man. It's out of pocket. But outside of that, you would have the FBI, the CIA, all these agencies that secretly participated and collaborated to incorporate certain things within Facebook and within social media as a whole. Um, within Meta, you know what I'm saying? Well, Instagram is just more hands-on because people put pictures of the money that they've made from robbing somebody or guns that they have when they're not supposed to have guns in their area. So a lot of these people telling themselves. But then what happens if a person like that is high up in government where you have somebody who's in government, who's who's a snake. Like Joe Biden, allegedly. Who has dealt business, who has did business with China but then denies it when it suits him. But now you have more evidence. You have checks signed by Biden, Joseph Biden. Okay. Signed, signed, sealed and delivered Joseph Biden. Okay. Um, of him doing business with these people behind the scenes, cutting checks, sick, sick, double agent, secret spies selling us information to foreign powers, right? And keep in mind, it's only a doomsday scenario if it's ill intent. But even if it's found out that there is no ill intent, it's still suspect for an American to give, um, you know, the country rivals information about what's going on and what type of uh, problems we're dealing with. You see what I mean? And to be very direct about it. Number five, man, um, food secretly poisoning, poisoning the population, slow death slash cancerous ingredients slash Monsanto GMOs, etc. And a lot of people may have heard of Monsanto before. If you haven't, you should look it up. I should have grabbed a, a, a clip involving Monsanto, but I was in such a hurry to get this shit together. It's already 248. Like I said, I'm off of work today, so I'm kind of just cooling and relaxing. Um, but yeah, you, you may have heard of Monsanto's. You may have not. Definitely look it up. But a lot of foods are just really not good for us, and it tends to be the cheapest food out there. And then the food that's healthiest are the food that really, the food that costs pennies of a dollar to buy seeds of, which is actually fruits and vegetables. They cost the most money at the grocery store. But if you want to get junk food, if you want to get something, you know, high on fructose, uh, high fructose corn syrup or get something high on fucking, you know, fats and 
all this type like bad fats, not good like trans uh, trans fats or nothing like that. Like all types of fatty foods that'll just completely fuck you up on a physical level. Yeah, it's all on sale at the grocery store. So in a way, there's evidence to show you that, yeah, the food that you're eating is secretly poisoning you. The lunch meats, oh yeah, the lunch meats are, uh, yeah, they're not healthy either. They can give you cancer. It's like the water debate. Well, a lot of tap water shows to have some fluoride in it. And, um, you know, fluoride is not necessarily good for you um, in that type of consumption, but it's in the water. Nobody can really explain why it's in the water. You're a conspiracy theorist just for pointing it out, which is weird. Just like you're a conspiracy theorist just to point out certain facts about uh, the foods that causes harm that's always out for sale fast foods is a great example any fast food uh chain will always have even a cheaper variation a value meal not a value meal but a dollar meal um sort of value items um you know you'll go to mcdonald's and get get a big mac buy one big mac and get another big mac for an extra dollar so that kind of tells you like oh yeah this is a a good burger. I mean, really, is it real meat? Can we even can we can we even like talk about that? Is it real meat? Or is this just chemicals that are just put together in a way to masquerade as meat? Sometimes it tastes like meat, other times it tastes a little weird. I have to admit, McDonald's is kind of like a wishy-washy. But believe it or not, from the sources, I've heard that Burger King is actually considered the most unhealthy hamburger out of all the fast food allegedly I don't know this for a fact but I've seen sources that have told me the person reading that Burger King has the worst meat in terms of like health wise burger wise the flame broiled uh, gimmick back in the day I remember I remember one time I think it was my uncle that was like, hey, we're going to go to Burger King. I'm like, all right, because there used to be a Burger King in my area, but it became a gas station. Went to the Burger King, man, and I had the the Whopper, the Whopper with cheese. Back in the day, you couldn't really beat the Whopper. I'm not going to lie. Like the Big Mac is okay. Like a lot of foods, even if you look at in this sort of conspiracy to like the downgrading of foods, the downgrading of the things that we eat, not even downgrading in terms of what we eat, but downgrading in terms of downscaling the size to make things smaller, to consume more or to save more and kind of, you know, this inflation effect that that's been going on. In a way, the quality of food could be said in the same way. Because I remember going back, like, even if you had a... Uh, remember the Big Extra? Remember the McDonald's Big Extra Burger? Remember that shit? Whatever whatever meat that was used on that burger, that was that was it. That was it. That was, that was like the Mondo Burger, almost. From Good Burger. That's the Mondo Burger. That shit was great. Now look at, you don't even got Big Extra anymore. Quarter Pounder with cheese, the Quarter Pounder beef, 
pause. That shit was weird. It's a, I had I had one of those like like half a year ago, and I just remember taking the first bite and going, "This ain't the shit that I used to get." Like what type of? So yeah, man, I'm not saying the foods. I won't even say it's secretly poison. Um, but you could say that to an extent, because if the long term effects could be cancer, and a lot of people tend to get cancer later on in life. I mean, could that not be an argument to be mentioned? Who knows? Level four. Hell literally freezing over. Um, when this when when level four happens, any scenario of level four, it's pretty much lights out the end of the fucking world. Something major is going to happen and it's not going to really be anything good. All right. Um, let's just start this off, man. Um pretty much an inner conflict for political control and the only way that a political conflict or only the only way that an inner conflict within a country for political troll is settled uh, political control excuse me is civil war civil war 2.0 and I gotta be real with you that's kinda where the country's going right now kinda not gonna lie uh, we got some videos to uh, back that up. Um, yeah, let's see how the military would divide. All right. In a hypothetical second American civil war, the division of the U.S. military would likely reflect the broader political and ideological divisions within the country. The military could face internal fractures with service members and leadership aligning themselves with different factions or regional loyalties. Some units and personnel may remain loyal to the federal government, upholding their duty to protect the Constitution and maintain national unity. However, other segments of the military could defect or join opposing factions, driven by political or cultural beliefs, regional affiliations, or dissatisfaction with the government. The cheese you're buying may not actually... All right, so... Let's, uh... Oh, yeah, remember the foods? We'll, we'll, we have to double back with this one. Uh, the foods that you you buy possibly being fake and poisonous? Yeah. The cheese you're buying may not actually be cheese at all. If you look on the front of Kraft Singles, it says pasteurized cheese product. This means that less than 51% is actually real cheese. Instead, it's made out of things like milk protein concentrate and whey to cut costs, extend the shelf life, and allow for easier cooking. But not only that, they also add phosphate preservatives, added color to make it perfectly orange, mold inhibitors, and of course, some synthetic vitamins. So please, stop buying fake cheese and follow for more grocery shopping tips. Using the leftist logic against him never gets old. Are you voting for Trump? Yep. All right, so I don't know why this shit always skips it or doesn't want to properly stop. But anyway, um, yeah, just 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 a brief example of cheese, for example. Like, I was never a fan of yellow cheese because I always figured that yellow cheese was the fakest or it was the most sort of like unnatural cheese if you think about it a good old slice of uh, mozzarella you know what I mean some shit like that um I, I've never been a fan of Swiss cheese I've never understood like that's just so disgusting Swiss cheese is so disgusting uh maybe a sharp cheddar you get a sharp cheddar that's orangey but no slices like none of that slice and plastic thing to me it that's just always a bad sign you got each fucking, 
And think about this, right? And this is how weird and stupid America is, really, if you think about it. So the country's like, we got to cut back on plastic. So you can't get a fucking plastic bag, right? You can't get a fucking plastic bag anymore, right? But you can get a pack of cheese, right? And every slice is wrapped up in fucking plastic. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's just stupid. It doesn't make sense. Like, I had to just sit back and say to myself, like, damn, that's... That's fucking stupid. That's retarded. It don't make sense. But anyway, the left and the right would actually create factions. They already created factions. Let's face it. Both parties, both sides. And it's parties and sides. I want to specify that. So somebody who's more conservative socially may not be considered a quote unquote Republican may not give a fuck about quote-unquote Republicans, of today at least. But naturally, with one side who's trying to imprison another side for things that most people would say it's not really worthy of him being in court, let alone being in jail for, uh, some people are probably going to have enough of the BS. It could be the left. If Trump gets reelected, who knows how these liberals will react? If Trump doesn't get reelected, what are, what are we going to do? Say, all right, he lost. Even in even in 2020, when I seen the tactics, I saw what was taking place. Like, I'm, I know, like, I'm knowing the writing on the wall, like, yo, they're really trying to get this guy out. And this was back in 2020. Now they feel that they actually have the upper hand. Because before they were nervous because you had Biden who was trying to be president. Now you have Biden trying to remain president. But then you got people within the left that's kind of like, hey, we ain't really we ain't really want this guy in office anymore. Like We don't want him. But by default, they're aligned to that. They're aligned to just the leftoid liberal lunacy, right? And, you know, what can I say? It's entertaining, but if it broke down to some sort of civil war, that would be sort of a doomsday type of situation because we knew how the first civil war went, right? Um... Do we have anything else? We had something else to back that up. Uh, here we go. Conservative strength lies in distribution across the vastness of the geographic U.S., higher levels of personal preparedness, and access to raw resources. However, each of these come with a double edge. Thin population, self-prioritization, and attractive assets which others will want to seize. The solution to all of this would be a clearly established unifying leadership structure that brings the wide factions of the right under singular authority to coordinate internal function and security along with external offensives on the enemy strongholds in urban areas. Only with clear and cohesive leadership are strategies of encircling cities, unifying of disparate and divided armies, and effective production and distribution of raw resources viable. So now, keep in mind, <coughs> what would take place is certain strongholds would be created within certain cities of this civil war, right? 
And because I don't align to a lot of the policies of this particular state um, politically, I would be considered sort of an outcast. So I would probably have to play both sides of the fence because I don't have enough of a stronghold to create a barrier. Right. So. These like political affiliates would back away because they're not the ones that are going to be going back and forth with one another. It's going to be the American people that goes back and forth with one another. It would almost be like one of those weird fights that break out and you kind of like, yo, I have money on this guy type of situation. It's kind of like that behind the scenes politically. But it would be a very crazy. I wouldn't say unnecessary because I think at this point, both sides are kind of on a breaking point. They try to equate the right to January 6th so much that if I spent time talking about all of the events that took place 2020 that was connected to the Democrats and the liberals and Black Lives Matter and Antifa, you know, I would I would be on a fucking marathon. Let's just be honest. Are you following me? All right. The inner conflict for political control via civil war is number one. Number two, man, which is, I'm sure, a concept that a lot of you people have heard of, but I will say it is a scary concept and it it could be possible. And that is AI fully taking control of the world, um, which you will have a loss of jobs. I've already kind of talked about this before where certain warehouse jobs, they got like robots and shit. They got like new technology that pretty much replaces like three human workers, right? It can, it can go to the designated idle, uh, it can go to the designated aisles. It can go to the designated products. It has the arms that extends up, right? It gets direct orders uh, via text messaging or via voice activation of where certain items are located and what certain items need to be picked up. The whole nine. When it gets to a point, let me see this, hold up. The world of humanoid robots are not just turning heads, but sending shockwaves through industries. We're peeling back the metallic curtain to unveil how they are reshaping the very fabric of our job market, which industries are getting a taste of the humanoid robot revolution. How many jobs can they swipe off the human job market? And are they knocking on our doors or chilling in the distant future? Are you one of the folks out there worried about your job being taken by a robot? What do you do? Ready or not? Let's dive into the robo-drama. These humanoids mimicking our human ways are not just a sci-fi dream anymore. They're elbow deep in industries like logistics, healthcare, and hospitality. Now before you start picturing robots taking your nine to five, here's the scoop. A survey says only a third of us are sweating about losing jobs to robots by 2025. But hold up. Predictions are singing a different tune, suggesting a whopping 85 million jobs could be humanoid snack by then. So what are these metal pals up to? How smart have these humanoids become? Let me know in the comments if you... So check this out, man. Another reference uh, Another reference to the Twilight Zone. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure what this episode is called, but there was an episode in the Twilight Zone that involved a similar situation. Once again, a television show that, was, that episode was probably out in the early 60s. Just to give you insight on how crazy the show was. And in this episode, there's a guy 
running a business, running a company or a factory of some sorts. A factory that has computers and all this other shit. It looks very futuristic in which they always do like innuendos to things that could happen in the future, which made the Twilight Zone such a phenomenal show. I may have to watch a couple episodes later on tonight on my uh, Roku uh, television. Right. Are you following me? You can find it on Roku, by the way. Twilight Zone. Gangster show. Anyway, this guy who runs this office, he has these workers and these workers are okay, but he just doesn't like them. You know, he just wishes that there was machines and equipment that do everything for him so he wouldn't have to fucking, you know, deal with human beings. And then he came across this machine that that he uh, started working on that was supposed to replace the human. And then it ended up not only replacing one human, but replaced the functionality of three workers. And this machine became so good, but the other guys were just pissed off because, yo, you took us. You chose this machine over, you know, us. We've been working for you for years. And this back and forth throughout the episode finally comes to the end. And I'm giving you all the end of the spoiler alert anyway, but fuck it. Um, At the end, he goes, one of the workers who got fired goes in and deactivates or disconnects or kills the robot. And, you know, I forgot the the actual ending, but these concepts were in sci-fi films for decades. This is before even iRobot. Of course, you guys know with iRobot, that whole scenario of pretty much the takeover and these robots become hostile to human beings and their whole purpose is to destroy the world. And and, and and then that itself could be sort of an Easter egg or sort of an ulterior motive to the people who control these. And it's sort of this reality to find out who's responsible for the exact technology for these robotic figures to go around and destroy humanity. Right. So very weird, very sort of doomsday like situation. Also, a good reference would be the Detroit video game. Detroit. Look that up. Excellent video game. Sort of talking about these robots who are amongst us, people that don't know the robots and things like that. Very similar subject. Also tying in to the conspiracy of um, the conspiracy of Elon Musk. And, you know, and what what Elon Musk's involvement with AI and what is his intentions on AI. So that's also, you know, there, you know, and the machines going rogue once again. So, yeah, AI is taking over. Yeah, that's that's going to happen eventually. Number two, of course, number three, we got the fake alien invasion or the second coming to issue in a new world order. This is a pretty, I wouldn't say obvious, but I would say, you know, the more logical, but also reality, stranger than fiction type of logical, where they create a scenario. And that's why you hear these people talk about, oh, well, we saw a UFO. We saw aliens in Miami. We saw everything. We saw lizard people because they want people distracted. They know if people are distracted enough, 
then they can bring in whatever, you know, drama and BS that, you know, any, any, any BS that they want you to believe they can, they can bring that all in because you're desperate and you don't know which way is up. You don't know who to trust with information and you're kind of just looking for an excuse. I think when it came down to, um, matter of fact, hold up. I got a video connecting this with the alien invasion. Hold on. Here we go. Can I throw a conspiracy out there? Do it. Do it. I don't know if this is the podcast. (laughs) What if, I always think, if they're talking about it on the news and it's on social media constantly, they're doing something with it. So, let's talk about aliens. They're like, they're here, we're not alone. And then you have them talking about AI. It's like, could they not make an alien? But it's like, they're using AI technology within these beings. It would have to be something like life outside of humanity that would Shake everything up. It would shake so many people up. And that's what Stephen Greer, he's so eager to expose it all. Because he said they're going to stage a fake alien invasion. He said that? He said it's going to be the most convincing thing ever, this underground, terrible government. They're going to have control. We've seen all this stuff about meat in grocery stores not being real meat. Dude. I haven't even thought about the fact that if you combine AI with the ability to grow your own muscle. That's what I'm saying. You've seen the 3D printing meat, right? Yeah. It's like you so combine nasty. artificial intelligence with yeah. the fact that we are able to create biological matter. Oh, no. Define for me what the deep state. All right. So this whole idea of them not being able to do it with all the technology. And you got to think like this is just the time capsule, right? Where even in the 60s, people were talking probably about plasma screen televisions and people were talking about all types of look at the Jetsons. (coughs) Good example. Look at the Jetsons. Some of the technology at that time was looked at as like cartoonish, like, oh, that's weird. That's wacky. A lot of this shit exists today. Right? All this technology in which advanced, we're probably like 60. These people are probably 60 years advanced over us in technology. Let's be honest. If not the U.S., definitely uh, Japan, definitely China. The people who are responsible for the electronics in that department, yes, they could be advanced, heavily advanced. Um, you got the holographic technology, you got the holographic technology. Um, you think that couldn't be used to stage some sort of realistic second coming alien invasion type of angle? If that's not a doomsday scenario, and it's not the doomsday because it's the namesake, but the doomsday is the fact that the people would be tricked and fooled to believe in such alien invasions and second comings and then not realize that a secret shadow government could be behind it and could use that to implement um, a new world order. All right. So now... We are getting in to number four, level four. Number four for level four, hell literally freezing over, is the president's assassination by U.S. political powers. Now, this of this is, of course, aimed towards Donald Trump. It's not aimed towards Joe Biden. In which 
a perfect world scenario happens where Trump is finally reelected and Trump goes right back into where he was at and bringing the country back to where it needs to be. And then pretty much out of nowhere, something happens. Unfortunately, um, Trump is taken out by, of course, the political figures on the opposite end and creating a cover up and possibly using him as a pawn to create a false flag narrative to start a war. You know, we have to really be able to think because they've tried to assassinate Trump's character. They have a smear campaign for Trump. They've had a spirit, a smear campaign for Trump since 2016. It's only have gotten bigger in 2020 and now it's at its apex now 2024. And we've all lived through this to understand now there is some sort of, you know, secret agenda to get certain political people up out of here so they can continue to have business as usual and allow the country to be fucking damaged by debt, gas costs, all types of fuckery. All right, let's play some more Trump. I I got some more Trump here somewhere. Define for me what the deep state is that you mentioned. What is it? Okay, it's the people behind the people. How come no Democratic politician? Matter of fact, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, because we got the deep state everywhere. You know what I mean? Um... Ever watch the CNN host hold back tears and say Trump was right? Watch this. Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post uh, had a fact check about Joe Biden uh, from earlier this month, um, noting that Hunter Biden admitted in court in July that he was in fact paid substantial sums uh, from Chinese companies. Kessler wrote Hunter Biden reported nearly 2.4 million in income in 2017 and 2.2 million in income in 2018, most of which came from Chinese or Ukrainian interests. But this, and this directly goes against what Joe Biden said in the debate in 2020 uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Take a listen. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. What do you mean? Uh, China. He made a fortune in Ukraine. He's like, he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? Uh, China. In Moscow. So it's from two different debates. But I mean, Trump was right. There it is. And how many narratives do we have to go through to where, oh, yeah, Trump was right about this. And oh, yeah, Trump was right about that. And oh, yeah, Trump was also right about this. And oh, yeah, Trump was also like when when does it finally kind of when does it register for you people like, oh, this guy was right the entire time. Now, he wasn't right about everything, but the major claims that he's talked about were proven right. Versus a president who always lies, a president who's pointed out for his corruption, but lied to the public to make himself look good. Trump won't lie to himself, which usually makes himself look bad in some in some cases. And the people that support him can acknowledge that. <coughs> Trump is real to a default to where in some cases, you know, it's a situation where keeping it real goes wrong. 
You know what I'm saying? Because then people kind of look at you and go, oh, you're arrogant. But if you're right about something, I mean, I'm not saying that you I'm not saying that it's good to be arrogant. But if you if you're right about something, I mean, there's a reason for arrogance. If you're right about something and it's not just about you being confident and how you say it. It's just a fact in itself. Like you don't have to dispute that. <coughs> you don't have to really dispute facts with people. You dispute facts with liars. That's you dispute. You have to dispute facts with liars in order for them to understand it. Most of the time, you don't have to dispute that. But a lot of these Democrats, even the ones that start to realize like, oh, wait, yeah, he was right. Yeah, he's making a lot of sense about this. He was right about the Ukraine. He was right about China. He was right about Biden's dealings with both. There you have it. And CNN had to. That's CNN. That's not. We're not talking about. This ain't Fox. This is CNN. They had to admit he was right. Could you imagine? They had to take everything out of him, man. I had to put the heat back on. We're 30, 30 fucking degrees Fahrenheit. What the? What the? I thought it was going to stop snowing, and it did stop snowing for like an hour or so. Now the snow is picking back up. I believe these guys just fucking did the sidewalk, and then I guess I have to go in tomorrow morning, and I don't want to go in tomorrow morning. What would that be? Five, six, seven, eight, five to one. So I guess I'll be home tomorrow at, at 1 p.m. But I'll have to go into work at 5 a.m. What the? Nigga, what? Yeah, crazy. Wild, bro. Wild. The storm isn't bad, though, I have to admit. I mean, it, it, it snowed a bit, but all in all, it was worth the day off. I'll say that. I will gracefully take this day off to record and finish this episode. So now we're moving on. On a number five, which is high up, I will say it's five for a reason, being the most sort of like damning conclusion would be sort of a biblical end of the world, sort of like the natural disaster after like Sodom and Gomorrah or this sort of like natural like end, sort of like a flood, asteroid, some type of like doomsday scenario that would really like be the end of civilization for what we know. All right. Very spooky, you know, very spooky topic. And now we are finally here, man. This is an hour and 30 minutes in. We are finally here. Level five, sub zero satanic madness. This is at the bottom of the iceberg. This is the most coldest, like, world, like, absolutely disintegrating. God just completely turning his back on the people in the in, in this in this country and just saying fuck it you're on your own. Level 1. <clears throat> we have the government uh betting on a war 
for global domination, uh, sacrificing the citizens, a.k.a. the military, for monetary gain. And I called it the monetary monopoly. Um, There were stories. I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm just going to go over it. There were stories about how when like World War Two happened, I think, or maybe it was World War One. Um, one company invested money in Jeeps, which Jeeps were, of course, uh, vehicles from military that would be later on considered um, Jeeps for humans who are not military, who just like Jeeps and Wranglers and all that shit. Right. So. There were the Rockefellers and then there were the Rothschilds and both of them secretly invested in that vehicle that was, of course, later on invested and pretty much popularized by military, which is cheap. Other people, on the other hand, see companies such as uh, BMW and one of the big investors of uh, BMW was uh, a fucking Nazi, a German Nazi sympathizer type of individual. And guess what? It was rumored that Rockefeller Rothschild also secretly invested into them. So the more these people were at more, the more these people needed the vehicles or needed certain things. And they were, they were cashing out regardless. They invested into the, they invested into these things. The people bought it. They received more money, more destruction, more money. So that's sort of the monetary monopoly and the government betting on a war would just be a way for them to sort of start fresh. Oh, this will just be a reset. You know what I mean? This is where the deep state gets involved. Now now I'm going to get into the deep state fuckery. Now I can get into the deep state fuckery. If Donald Trump gets elected and then tries to enact his agenda, special interest public group, uh, public interest groups and lawmakers uh are trying to subvert the orders of the commander in chief. Wow. What do you call a coup that happens before it actually happens? It's still a coup, I guess. But it's interesting. Interesting article. (laughs) Dude, I love it because the responses are like NBC News. You are describing the deep state. This is what we have been complaining about. If the people elect Donald Trump and they like his foreign policy, as I do, we want to see that foreign policy enacted. If his military policy, a major component of his foreign policy, is enacted, I think good things will happen. We saw this. No new wars. But what do we also see? When Donald Trump wanted to get our troops out of Syria, because why were they in Syria in the first place? Good question. Military lied to the president and to you. The U.S. is confident, though, that what they shot down oh. is, in fact, a spy balloon disclosing. Oh, no, we don't want to get into that yet. <laughs> we don't want to get into that yet. We don't want to do that, but we do want to delete what we had went over so far. Um. Yeah, that seems about good. I think we're down to like, what, seven? Uh, two, four, six, six, no, two, four, five. We're down to five. All right. We're going, we're going even lower now. So, yeah, you know, the idea that, the idea that sort of in this situation, the government 
can ban a certain man from running for president or create all these obstacles and still be considered constitutionally qualified to run as president is mind blowing. For, in my opinion, Joe Biden used the DOG remotely to, you know, bring on these indictments on Trump because it's been it's been said that the DOJ is pretty much in Biden's pocket at this point. And it proves that because everything that's been sort of aimed at Joe Biden for all of his ways and his corruption, it's not really talked about much. You know, the laptop. How many times I got to talk about the goddamn laptop, the fucking laptop, for Christ's sakes. Like, come on. Come on, man. Niggas ain't talking about that. He like Ukrainian and Russian hookers. You saw this nigga tweaking. You know what I mean? Now I'm getting anxious. I feel like playing uh, PUBG. I think I'm going to play PUBG today. I think I'm going to play PUBG. You know what I mean? Only the real can relate. I think I'm going to play PUBG today on the Xbox. I kind of been practicing a little bit, trying to get like good at it. You know, I did one game. I did a chicken dinner on one game, but it was a mini game. It was like 10 people. But I, I'm, I'm just kind of sparring, kind of getting used to the controls. I'm re-downloading... Um, I'm re-downloading also uh, Fallout 4 for whatever reason. I'm probably just going to play any of the story mods that I can download. I'll just get the fucking, um, they got the cheat terminal. For people that play Fallout 4, you know about the cheat terminal. That's like, that's the best thing that you can have right there. You know what I mean? Because everything that you want pretty much is, is in your hands. Guns, you know what I'm saying? It's a very doomsday, and I want to put that in there and just to add it on, like, bonus. Sort of these doomsday sort of video games, they bring on sort of this nostalgic. It's a positive, it's a po- It's a weird way to, to say it because, like, Fallout New Vegas. Like, sort of that deserty, sort of, like, bland desert, everything's wiped out. There's a nostalgic feel in that game, right? Where in the beginning, you're you're kind of like, you know, realizing what's happening to you and all that shit. And then right away, you're just getting thrown into the wild where all the animals and shit will go after you. And if you're not equipped, they fucking you up. Right. Or in Fallout 4, it's kind of like this end of the world, but in Boston. So it's more of this urbanized, you know, it's it's. You see in the beginning of Fallout 4, you see kind of the nice version of it. And then you see the warning of the atomic bomb coming and everybody going into the fucking underground bunkers and shit. And going into these bunkers, they remain there for like the rest of their lives because the radiation level from the atomic bomb is so toxic by the time they open the shit, they're already dead by the time they get out. So they're stuck in these bunkers, right? But then when you see what it's like and how, you know, Earth looked at the end of it all, and then you kind of have to go through the game and see the environment and shit like that. It's a very un, it's a very eerie, uh, kind of disturbing feeling, but it is still a nostalgic feeling. And Fallout games in this sort of doomsday category would have to be put into the 
Metro is kind of failed. I'm not really a fan of Metro, but they have the same sort of key elements of sort of this I am legend, the end type of scenario. Also, moving on. Um, number two, oil no longer flowing in the U.S. The decline of gasoline-powered engines, heat, solar takeover. Now, this this kind of goes into the solar takeover thing, what Biden's trying to do, which is get rid of all the gas-powered vehicles and come up with this electric bullshit. Oh, we got new batteries for your electric scooters and we got new uh, booths for your Teslas to be charged up. Like, you know, I'm not trying to charge my car like a fucking vehicle. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to charge my car, my vehicle, like a goddamn cell phone. I'm not trying to plug my car up in order for in order it to be charged up. I want gas to, to power my vehicles. If I'm running low on gas, for example, right? And 50 mile shit comes up. Bam. I know that in 50 miles, my shit is going on E. I know. I don't want a car that's going to give me a battery. It's like a phone, right? You know how your phone has that little battery sort of like icon that tells you? Like, imagine that in your car. Like, yeah, your car is on 15%. And then on 50, on, 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 on 15%, it starts to slow down. Like, you can't, you can't fucking, you know... <laughs> you can't go at top speed when you're on 15%. And then when you're on 5%, you go even lower. You go into, like, panic mode. I'll call it panic mode. Where it just slows down to, like, a neutral 30... I'll say a 35-mile-per-hour speed limit. And then naturally, when it hits zero, it just automatically pulls on the side of the road. <laughs> it's just... Like, for cars like that, it should just pull over the side of the road and just explode, right? While you're in it, you know, I mean, you deserve it, dude. Good job, man. Remote control. You got yourself a little, uh, that's like competing against a surfer in a fucking boogie board. You understand me? Like, that's just not even, like, come on, stop. But this guy, you know, he wants to get rid of the, uh, the drilling. He doesn't want that anymore. So forget about that with Biden. Oh, everything's like, you know, like wild, like. Your car has to be charged up. You know, like really, like think about that. Like you're pulling up into a gas station, but you're one of the you're one of the special kids. Your car doesn't take gas. Your car takes electric. Pull up in your little Tesla, you know, porter potties. I call them Tesla porter potties. Just a waste of fucking a parking lot. They pull up. They get out like they always have like a fleece or something on. Like niggas is weird. Like niggas and Teslas are weird, but they always pull it. They always get out with like a fleece on or some type of like some type of feminine product. It'd be a grown ass man, feminine product, walking around like gold dust. Like what the fuck is this nigga doing? Oh, he charging his car. Oh, bet. It's always a. It's always something to watch and go. Like this is this is considered cool. Like this is cool things, right? Like no Mustang, no gas power vehicles, no momentum behind the wheel. You know what I'm saying? That sort of that's how that's how Tesla sound. Like get that stupid shit out of here, man. Be wanting to shoot at those vehicles. 
Yeah, man, no gas. Like, at all. Like, no gas in terms of, like, powering things. Like, that's not a good look. That's bad. And I think that would be the cause of our... That would be our relationship with the Middle East and how we communicate with the Middle East in order to get that actual, like, gasoline, petroleum, oil type of substances to power things. Like, yeah... If that happens, it's like we if we get to a point of no return, it's like we're no longer cool with those people, and they cut off like the gas line. Oh, it's a wrap. Country, yeah, it's a, it's not going to be a good, uh, not a good look. Um, another one that's worth mentioning, but you know, kind of played out by this point. There's enough movies about it, enough video games, Left for Dead, Back for Blood, um, a lot of shit. Uh, involving a zombie apocalypse, all right, a contagious flesh-eating virus, which would cause a zombie apocalypse. Now, a couple of things they would say on a pharmaceutical sort of level, this could happen where certain medicines have a negative reaction or just some lure to it uh, after a certain period of time. It would have negative reactions for some people. So the people who are infected still have the human movements, but they are, you know, pretty much destructive and it takes over the brain. And the only way to kill them is you shoot them in the head, you, you know, you hit them, blunt force, a blunt force trauma to the head, to the brain, you bash the brains open, you know, zombie shit. Right. Um, is that like out of the question i think it is for the most part but it's still a worthy mention also like i said back for blood not that bad of a game left for dead is always going to be a goat game Uh, left for dead 2 has always been goaded in my opinion um and zombie zombie games if the game would only work and i'm going to take a brief moment to rant a bit about modern warfare 3 uh modern warfare 3 Zombies is actually better than the game itself. And if they were to focus more on the zombies game, the game would actually be more than just decent. Now it's just decent, below decent. Um, With Modern Warfare 3, you have to have Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 2 downloaded in some cases to be able to play Modern Warfare 3. Like, you can download Modern Warfare 3, which is like 67 gigabytes. It can tell you it downloaded, but if you didn't download the extra content that goes with it, there'll be a good chance that zombies and campaign and multiplayer for Modern Warfare 3 won't work. You'll only be able to play uh, Warzone, and you'll only be able to play, like, DMZ, and that's even if you have uh, Modern Warfare 2. So another good example of a decent game, um, sort of an overused subject, and therefore will usually become an overused subject for a video game eventually. Number four, Satanism takes over religion, banning God and Bibles, uh, fallen angels connection to books uh, connected to the book of Enoch. Uh, this idea that, like I mentioned this as well in the obsolete man, where a man who believes in God or a man who's a 
librarian in a world that burned books, in a world that bans books. If they ban books, how do they look at the librarian? They look at him as a criminal. Oh, you must be smuggling books. And, you know, sort of that sort of 1984 mindset, this sort of dystopian society where people who are educated are looked down on. And it's sort of a idiocracy or uh, yeah, idiocracy where you look at the people who are dumb and these are the people who are in the top positions and the people who think for themselves, the people who are free thinkers, you know, those are the people who are set aside. But this is more so on a spiritual sense, more than a religious sense in the sense of the spirituality of Satanism and wickedness and perversion and how it's used to outweigh religion and outweigh what's good. And what's good is God. And they want to ban things like the Bible because the Bible speaks out against these people. And they're almost like manifestations or connection to fallen angels because their job is to get people to pay attention to their image but not what they say, because a lot of these people don't have any type of value verbally, zero. So they can take over the religion. They can incorporate. Uh, they can re- incorporate the uh, the Rainbow Mafia into schools. They can talk about transformers and multi-gendered people, multi-pronoun people in schools, and you just have to swallow it up. Can't do nothing about it. And then you got, finally, the sun that ceases to exist. World slash universal blackout. More different, way different, but similar to electricity. But what if the sun were permanently to cease to exist? And how the world, I don't know, would just freeze over? Like, that would just be, like, the beginning process of everything just freezing over, including just like humanity and everything in itself. Um, crazy. That's just weird to even think about. Hold up. Hey, this is China's way of moving slick on TikTok. Watch this. Do you know which country made TikTok? China. Do you know that China controls the algorithm of what you see? Do you know this? If you're in America and you open up TikTok, there is a specific algorithm to reach you that is not in China. If you're in China and you open up TikTok, what they, the Chinese government, wants you to receive as youth, as people using TikTok, youth making social enterprise, youth becoming successful in math competitions, here and in the United States, they, China, send you a different algorithm. Do you know what they send you? All the nonsense that you see. They want you to see girls dancing, boys and girls dancing with each other, pranks upon your parents. But if you want to destroy a nation, destroy a generation, you make them in their mind be rewarded with the dopamine for thinking stupid things are good, thinking that this is what you're supposed to grow up doing. This is why... Tools of distraction, right? The tools of distraction. Um, in which... Just to breeze over the sun sort of ceasing from existing, because it's kind of like no... Nothing to really back that up. It's just a weird, fucked up and kind of weird, spooky scenario to where, like, literally everything sort of freezes over because of it. 
like even in places like like places in like the Bahamas and the places in like the Virgin Islands, like the waters freeze up because there's no sun and the trees die or whatever the fuck happens because of the lack of the sun and just everything freezes over snow everywhere and pretty much the world buries itself. I don't know. I'm just creating concepts because that would just be crazy. Like the sun ceases to exist, complete darkness. Somehow electricity is still a thing. So electricity is there. It would just be more investments in heating and things like that to keep people like alive to that extent. But you would imagine the temperature probably going down a a good bit. You know, it it would be kind of weird, man. Very spooky. No sunrise, no sunset darkness and that's just the world define for me what the deep state I already went through that so I'm gonna start getting rid of these as well we're narrowing we were just playing the rest of what I have left here just to see if I'm missing anything using the leftist logic against him never gets old are you voting for Trump yep white supremacist how how can you say that if you vote for Donald Trump you're a white supremacist how because you support that man in office that's not an argument I'm gonna need proof that that makes me a white supremacist you're gonna have to break down the argument it's not my job to say that you just accused me of being a white supremacist you should be able to back that up are you voting for Donald Trump I sure am that's my my proof are you voting for Joe Biden yes I am then you're a pedophile (laughs) no you're a pedophile you like Pedo. Pedo. You, the U.S. is confident, though, that what they shot down is, in fact, a spy balloon, disclosing that it contains surveillance equipment, equipment not associated with civilian research, like collection equipment and solar panels. And the balloon was flying over sensitive areas. Can you help us understand how this could be a weather balloon? The unmanned airship is also civilian in nature. We have made it clear that this was an unexpected incident caused by force majeure. But the U.S. side is deliberately hyping it up and even attacking it by force, which is unacceptable and irresponsible. First of all, y'all niggas should have, that should have been a warning shot from the rip. And and if Trump, niggas like Trump was in power, he would have he said that straight up. Like, that's a warning shot. That's a warning shot. You know what I mean? What y'all doing with these foreign objects in our country, man? We don't, we don't tolerate that shit. And niggas, and niggas sat back and tolerated it. Like, oh, that's just a that's not a spy balloon. That's the country's whatever. No, it wasn't. It was literally a spy balloon. Literally. And y'all seen it. It was right in front of y'all. Y'all, y'all witnessed it, you know? It wasn't like a UFO. Like Everybody witnessed. Everybody saw the shit in the news. Like, oh, look at this. What the fuck is this spy balloon? Niggas don't know if there's bombs in it, chemicals in it. Niggas don't know. Niggas got to handle that shit like it's a hostile threat, nigga. Fuck are y'all talking about? Oh, it was unacceptable. Nigga, we we drop we drop missiles in China, that would be unacceptable too though, right? We fly little planes and shit, little hover planes and shit, little drones and shit in y'all country. Y'all probably wouldn't take too kindly of that now, would y'all? Come on, man, cut it out. These niggas is tweaking. State media is parroting that line and also blaming U.S. domestic politics for escalating things. But look, regardless if these moves by China were deliberate or clumsy miscalculations, they're in embar- Don't matter. They need to be held accountable, man. Fuck these people, man. 
They need to be held accountable. That's it. You know what I mean? I just wanted to go through the the rest of what I have, man. This concludes this three hour um, mashup, I would call, of an iceberg. I want to briefly go over all of these levels before wrapping this thing up officially. Doomsday scenario iceberg level one, the obvious one new airborne virus slash vaccine rollouts. Number two, modern women celebrities becoming primary role models. Number three, men further distance themselves from women in terms of marriage, relationships, children, etc. And number four, the China takeover scenario. Number five, false flag with rival country. And then going in to level two, direct effect. Um, the American dollar dropping or the American value of the dollar going down would be the beginning of the end. Um, bad meats, bad animals, milk, eggs, uh, causing a plague or some type of illness that causes a major effect in the country would be something big. Uh, multiple countries plotting to take over United States. And then speaking of that, number four, migrant takeover. And then number five, secret agencies secretly take over the country. Then we got level three. We went over level three, Dante's Inferno. Number one, nuclear holocaust. Number two, electricity blackout. Number three, president assassination attempt by foreign powers. Number four, secret spies selling U.S. information to foreign powers, a.k.a. double agents. Number five, Food secretly poisoning the population, slow death slash cancerous ingredients, Monsanto, GMOs, etc. Getting into level four, hell freezing over. Number one, the obvious inner conflict for political control via civil war or civil war two, civil war scenario. Number two, AI fully taking over the world, causing lack of jobs and even a robot slash Detroit video game effect where the robots turn on the on the owners and destroys humanity. All right. Number three, fake alien invasion or a second coming to issue to issue in a new world order. Um, number four. President assassination by U.S. political powers, a.k.a. a cover up or even a false flag to initiate war. Number five, biblical end of the world, uh, biblical end of the world, natural disaster slash Sodom and Gomorrah conclusion. All right. Number five, sub zero level. All right. Number one, the government bets on war for global domination, sacrificing the citizens slash military, a.k.a. the monopoly of the the monetary monopoly. Um, Number two, oil no longer flowing to the U.S., decline of gasoline powered engines. Um, Number three, the zombie apocalypse. And number four, Satanism taking over the world, taking over religion, banning God and banning the Bible. And in number five, the sun ceases to exist. World slash universal blackout.
And with all that being said, man, that was a lot. But in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. But for now, signing out. Peace.